0: Now, let's get started. I want your ink in our ears. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Speakeasy Cafe Open Mic Poetry Show, The Sound of Ink. This is our first show in the month of November. Very excited. November is when all the fun things start happening. It's such an awesome season. You know, I I don't believe in any one thing. I believe all things are the believers in one thing. So you know we only we only celebrate one creation, we all didn't have separate creations, so it all stems from that creation, so I don't necessarily um follow one faith or idea. I think that they are all enveloping of each other and so I celebrate winter, I celebrate this season of Contact. I guess that's what it is for me. You know, in the, in the summer, we're always go, go, go. But in the winter, sometimes most of us settle down, and it's a time to reach out, to reconnect. Um, and so I just get real excited about this time of year and all the fun stuff. I've been actually being – <laughs> I've, I've been actually – it's really kind of fun because I, I do this once in a while. I get a, while, a hair up my fanny, and I decide I want to do some canning. And I pull out all of my grandma and my great grandma's canning stuff. And it's like, I have all these great intentions. I'm going to make all this stuff and I'm going to give it out to people for the holidays. And then I end up with it just sitting in my cupboards because I don't get out and do it all the time when I want to. But so this year I decided not this year I'm going to do it. So I spent this entire week canning and it's been really cool because My neighbor lady, she was going to come over and she was going to, and this is going to lead to something. You may have to get me back on track, but it is going to lead to something. So my neighbor lady came over and she was going to make some apple butter with me, right? And she's probably 10 years, maybe somewhere between 10, 15 years younger than me. Um, Our parents were definitely... From different eras. We're from different generations, her and I, so I'm from the one before her. She was going to come over with me, and she was going to help me make some apple butter, and she she walked in the door, and she sat down, and she looked at all this stuff, and she goes, what is that? Oh, what is that? I've never seen one of those. Oh my gosh, that's so cool, because the only way she knows how to make it is in her slow cooker or her Instapot, and so I'm showing her all these neat gadgets and contraptions that I have gotten from my my great grandmother and my grandmother and my mother and, and, you know, I've got a a orange juicer that's from my great, great, great grandmother. Um, So it's really cool. And I'm, you know, I'm telling her that, you know, this may not be the easiest way to do it, but when I stand there in the kitchen and I'm by myself and it's really quiet and I'm turning the metal crank on the, you know, the, the food mill and, or, you know, something like that it's like this amazing connection I have to my past and to things gone before. And it's really absolutely inspirational. And I was sitting there finishing my last batch today and I started thinking about what it meant to use these things, you know, to be able to, you know, maybe I should start copying the recipes that I use. And, and, you know, when I pass these on to my grandchildren someday, you know, have a story about who this belonged to and what it, what it was like and what it meant to me using it. And it really made me think about my great grandma, who I was probably closer to in my youth than anyone else during that time in my life. And I absolutely loved her. And I started thinking about her kitchen and the lessons I learned there and all this stuff. And it really inspired me to sit down and I've got this poem that I'm going to be working on about it, about my great grandma's kitchen, what what that meant to me. And it's all because I did something. I was doing something and paying attention to it and connecting with it and letting my mind wander and so when you're doing stuff don't always be in such a rush I guess it's my lesson on this don't always be in such a rush sometimes taking the long way or taking the slow way and this will come into when we do your writing exercise by the way <laughs> or journal assignment um but doing that doing it a long way, taking your time, savoring the experience, connect, finding a way to connect with it personally somehow, you know, makes it, makes the story of it so much better. You know, and so uh, the poem I'm actually going to write, and I'll read it to you guys when it's done, is it's going to be for the neighbor lady that uh, that came over. And I've got like this really special, cool, canning jar that I'm going to can something and I'm going to give her in it and so the poem is going to be about the act of giving her that, that jar of, of stuff so anyway it's really cool I think where inspiration comes from you know you need to listen to your inner voice you need to listen to the things you say jot them down always keep that journal beside you you know when I was sitting there canning this morning my sticky apple butter fingers uh, you know I was still picking up the pen and writing some stuff down in my journal that I wanted to remember and think about and not forget. So, all right. I have some things that we are going to go over before we get started on the show. But the first thing I want to do is make sure that I give you the number to call in. And that 646-595-595. Three nine six five at six four six five nine five three nine six five. If you'd like to call in and read tonight, we've got some tracks we're going to play for you tonight. At one point, including yes, one of mine because that was our deal. It's on like a really old one, old one um, that I think I'm going to play tonight um, because that's our contractual agreement that I have to play something of mine on the first show of every month. So yeah, we're we'll doing that. <laughs> So, before we get to the tracks, before we get to all of that, I want to remind you guys that if you are interested in putting together a writer's workshop, we would love to have you do that, and I'm really going to encourage you guys to get involved in this, maybe even pre-record something, it doesn't matter how long it is, because I can put two or three workshops together to, you know, uh, put together a full show, but... I would love to start getting some of those in from you. And some of you have been real, you know, you talked, you've you talked to me and said, oh, I just don't want to do it live. You can sit there, yourself a, a mic and a headset for your computer, download WavePad, and sit there and pre record them on your computer. Go back and edit it the places that you say, um, uh, what, whatever's. You know, if you skip over a line, you just stop, pause for a moment, and then start back with that line again because you go back in and you edit that part out um and if you want to do it that way if that's easier for you um and that I've got a cup I've got three of you guys that we can't just we can't get the schedule schedule right together to do these at the same time it's been driving me nuts. But we have some really awesome ones coming up and we would love to hear from you guys on them. So if you have any questions on how to pre-record one, just shoot me a message and let me know and I can walk you through the steps if you need some ideas. Remember, you guys don't have to be a professional workshop provider in order to do one of these things. You know, I think that the pro baseball player has a lot more to learn from the little kids sliding into home base, which is a lid of a garbage can with, with bandaged knees and dirt up his nostrils, than and the little kid has to learn from the from the pro player. You know, we have a lot of these. You know, just, we've all met him. We've all ran across him during our writing careers. What I consider the the um, the um esoteric elitists. You know, who say things you don't even that that they, they don't even know what they're saying. <laughs> but you know, I think that we all, no matter where we are, you know, it takes one thought, one word, one sentence, one idea to inspire somebody. So we all have that in us. We all have the ability to reach out and just share what we're passionate about with each other. So you don't have to be a professional workshop provider in order to put one of these on. Just shoot me a message. Probably the easiest way right now would be on Facebook. And if you're not on my contacts list, you can find me under Nyla, N-Y-L-A dot Alicia, A-L-I-S-I-A, Nyla, Alicia. Let me know what your idea is, and we can get these done. Like I said, we can do these pre-recorded. We can do them live if you would like. We can do a combination of both where we play the recording first, then go live and maybe talk to some callers and answer some questions. Whatever it is you need to put together, we can do these. If I help you with them, we can do them anywhere from like a half hour up to three hours long, depending on how much time you need. And, yeah, it will be awesome. So shoot me over those ideas. Let me know what you want to do, and we will get that set up. Next, I want to thank our sponsors, and this is really important to me. We had quite a few this year, and I just really appreciate all of you guys stepping up to the plate, actually reaching in your pockets into your, into your digit pennies and nickels and dimes and quarters and dollars and, and lots of dollars, actually, you guys. <laughs> but I want to thank you for helping sponsor the show and keeping us live for, our, for the uh, last year and covering the 2019 licensing fees for the Speakeasy Cafe. We really appreciate you guys' I really appreciate appreciate you guys helping me with that, get, take care of that. And uh, so I wanted to list you guys off real quick so we can all remember to say thank you to them. That is James Winsapian, Sean Gullickson, Rosalind Prentice, John Case, Paula Sweet, Gary and Noreen Snyder, Mangus Khan, Ronald P. Bremner, Terry Galloway, Melvin Douglas Johnson, Uma Pochapalli, Christy Doherty, Julia Vargas, Michael W. Engseth. Um, I know I'm saying his last name wrong. He's going to kill me one of these days. Because I even asked him once, and I didn't write it down phonetically to remember. It's E-N-G-E-E-T-H. If you guys know how to say that correctly, before I get busted, remind me how to say that. Tell me how to say that name correctly. I would appreciate it. And and so, and so, and so. Okay. So, anyway, guys, we love you. Thank you on behalf of the entire community for just helping us with that. It just—it means so much. You have no idea. You know, what's really cool, I tell you this, guys, occasionally off and as I'm reading off those sponsors, but the uh, four of the people that help sponsor the show are listeners. They don't even call and read. They're people who come here every week just to hear you guys read. So I thought that that really meant a lot to me. I thought that was pretty amazing to have four of the people
1: not even be poets. They just listen to us. Love you guys. Appreciate you. Thank you.
0: All right. So next thing um, I want to go ahead at the beginning of every show. Oops. I'm dropping everything off my desk. Get back up there. Just about lost my mic here. All right. So every week at the beginning of the show I give you out some writing prompts and exercises and whatnot so if you're ever sitting there one night and you're wondering oh I don't know what to do <laughs> I don't know what to write about just grab one of our shows out of the archives one of our podcasts you know we they go back 13 years and uh you guys that's pretty amazing isn't it seriously 13 years, this is our anniversary month, by the way, and I'm pretty sure it was, let me pull up the calendar and look real quick, going off on a tangent, I'm so sorry, I'm pretty sure that the 21st was going to be our anniversary show, because I think the 28th is Thanksgiving, so we're doing our anniversary show on the 21st of November, it'll be our 13th year as a community year, 13th year, and at the beginning of that show, I'm going to kind of tell you guys a story about... how how this whole thing was even conceived, how it came to be, you know, the roots of something, what you see, you know, you you see the beautiful flower, but to me what is more beautiful than that flower is the root system in the ground, the things that built it, the things that we don't see. It's like having, you know, looking at at small town America with it from the, I was riding a train, you know, you drive down a street and you see the pretty buildings, but when you ride a train, you know, it's like seeing small-town America with their skirts up. You see all the stuff that people don't want you to see, their backyards, their, you know, it's just a
2: completely
0: different look at the world. If you always get, ever get a chance to go from point A to point B on a train, it will seriously be such an enriching, enriching experience because you, you seriously all of a sudden get to see the secret world. You, you don't even imagine. You know, to me, that's what very cool about riding on a train. But anyway, okay, so (laughs) go back to the archives, listen to something, you'll find something to read. The first thing that I'm going to give you, I don't even know where I was, so we're just going to keep going and wing it here. So the next thing I'm going to do, the the weekly writing assignments, um, they really are awesome, and I hope that you guys enjoy these. We're going to kind of be talking about uh, some of this stuff because we're ending our, our 2019 year and uh, I always like to sit and, and put a plan together for the following year, new things to add, things to change, things to take away, um, just new directions, whatever it is that you guys need me to feed you, I need to know what that is. So shoot me some ideas or share some ideas when you call in on things that you know you like about the show or things that we could uh, – you know, change or bring or something you'd like to see, something different, whatever, and we can, you know, work on those things. It's really important to me that this community continues to grow and be something that feeds you. You know, it, it has to feed you. Other, I mean, that's my main, that's my main motivation for doing this is to feed, to inspire, to push you out of comfort zones. To, you know. I don't want to say force you to write because it's a horrible thing, but to make sure that you write. I am so passionate about that. You know, so when we do the show, like I was saying, when we do the show, our anniversary show, I'm going to tell you how this show came to be, what it, what, you know, why we do it, what it means. If you guys can think of anything about the, the community, I know you can. <laughs> but I really like to have people share some experiences about what this community has meant to them the community that you guys have all built together over the last 13 years. So, you know, if there's someone in particular you could write a piece to or just write a real short, you know, message or a thank you to or just, I'd love to, you know, just talk about, I would love to hear some speakeasy community stories from you all. And that would be very, very cool. I think for all of us. All right. So back to your writing prompts. All right. So, I, I see. I, I jumped all over everywhere. You just have to yeah, hold on tight, guys. Please put your seats in an upright position. Extinguish all flammable objects, and put all carry-ons under the seat or in your overhead containers or whatever it is, because you're in for a hell of a ride. All right. So, your weekly free writing prompt, and this was normally your journal exercise. And we're going to bring your journal or your journal assignment. We're going to bring that back here in a couple weeks. But it's kind of changed, and it's it's been the, the same, changed and been the same for a while. How do you like that? <laughs> um, so I didn't want to keep using it for your journal exercise. I wanted to give it its own little entity. So this is your weekly free writing prompt. And the reason I give you, you say free writing, I say free writing, I, how can I have a prompt that's free writing? A lot of times I hear people say, well, the reason I don't free write is because I can't think of anything to write about. And that's the point of free writing. You aren't supposed to think about what you're writing. You're supposed to put your pen in your paper and start writing. Whatever comes out of the pen comes out of the pen. You write for 10 minutes and put it down. You do that every single day. That is one of the single most important things you can do as a writer to continue to write, to be a strong writer, to continue to grow as a writer. I, I think that I, I know there's, there's nothing more. In, Important. You can even do that 10-minute free write every single day. And uh, we're going to be doing. I've got a workshop that I do on writer's block is just an urban urban legend. uh, That I'm going to be piecing together. Probably going to do it pre-recorded, and where I'm going to talk more about this, how important free writing is. So I take that excuse away. I don't know what to write about. So I take that away. And give you a, like your free writing catalyst or idea starter or pen gas or creative go-go juice, your green fairies magic dust, just something that's going to put your pen on paper. And this is really important to me too, that your free writing is done handwritten in a journal, in a spiral notebook, uh, whatever it is, not on your phone while you're sitting in the bathroom, not on, you know, not on your computer I want this handwritten because your brain works differently when you have a pen in your hand than when you have a keyboard under your fingers. You just have to trust me on that. And so I really want your 10-minute free writes to be handwritten, please. really important. So weekly free writing prompt. Put pen to paper, write this sentence, and then just keep going. All right? So your free writing prompt is because I have something to say. So write, just start right down, go to the top of the page, write down, because I have something to say and keep going. Keep going for at least 10 minutes till you're done. All right. So thinking about prompts and thinking about things, and you know the, the root system underneath, and how cool it is when I give out something and somebody writes to it and brings it back, and I you know, inspiring somebody is one of it's, it's like a drug. It's like the coolest thing, the coolest high when somebody brings something back to you and you gave them a prompt for it and they read you this thing and it would not exist if you had not have given them that prompt and it's this is a beautiful piece of art, this great piece of writing, this just, and, and you planted that seed. It's pretty awesome. So tonight, instead of putting together a big elaborate uh, writing exercise, the exercise that I want you to do is to, is to inspire others. You know, we, we, we're always looking for that thing to inspire us, inspire us, inspire us. You know, maybe it's the re- you reap what you sow. So reach out and inspire, and in return, you'll be inspired. So when you come on tonight, when I bring you on the air, before we get started, I'm going to be asking everybody for a writing prompt. And it just has to be a title. It can be a few sentences. It can be one word. But it can be blue. That can be. It. I don't care what it is. It can be a sentence. It can be something like I did on above because I have something to say. It can be a line, all right. But I want everyone tonight to share a prompt with everybody. So be be aware of that and have that ready when I bring you on the air, okay? Because so we will be asking for those. You know, and remember too, put, with with your prompts that we give you, to me it's not as important what you write to it, but what you do with it before you write. So when you're sitting down and you're looking at, um, you're looking at the prompts. Like the the prompt that I'm going to, your poetry prompt, which is the next thing I'm going to give you, um, is is your regular poetry prompt. The poetry prompt is different than free writing. It's different than the writing assignments I give you. A poetry prompt is intended to produce a poem. All right. So you can, with these, just real quick, just let you know, with these, it can be the title to your piece. It can be a sentence in your poem it can be the concept of your poem you know whatever it is it has to inspire it but when you when i give this to you i want you to think about looking it's like being a fly you know everyone says i wish i was a fly on the wall you know but you have to remember a fly has a thousand eyes it's more than that but i don't remember the exact amount but it just sounds very poetic saying it so i want you to look through the world look through the things you look at, the things you see, look at your prompts and look at them with a thousand eyes. Okay, think about all the different directions you can twist and change and turn around and pull inside out the prompt and all the different ways you could write about it, all the different meanings that that, it, that prompt could have. You know, it's pretty easy to take, pretty, pretty uh, easy to take the simple things. The fast things, the cliche things, you know, somebody says, you know, December, first thing everybody thinks about is Christmas or Hanukkah or whatever it is, whatever you celebrate, you know, because that's something familiar with us, you know, that's, but, you know, what else could it mean? What connections does it have with history? What does the word mean? How is the calendar that created it? I mean, just think of all the different ways you can take that. So think about that tonight. Look at a prompt through a thousand eyes when you're looking at the the prompt that I give you. And I think it's a really fun one. I think it's a fun prompt tonight. So that's why I kind of wanted to, you know, push that thought of you guys looking at things a little bit differently. Because I think this is a cool one. The the prompt is strangling the stillness. Strangling the stillness. What is the stillness? Something tangible? Is it something, you know, metaphorical? Is it literal silence? Stillness? Is it strangling the stillness. That's your poetry prompt for this week. Now, the last one I'm going to give you is called That's My Line and it is a borrowed poetry prompt. So every night while I'm sitting here listening to you guys, with the exception of I did not do it last week, because we were having so many technical issues that I totally spaced it. I was just whether worried whether my my <laughs> my mic was working or not um so the one that i have was the one that i should have given out two weeks ago um and it was it's from a poem that was written by michael todd and valerie clark and it was like i said read two weeks ago but the prompt that i put the line that i pulled out of that poem was eyes failed to meet So you always hear these poems about when their eyes met not this one. This is what happens when the eyes failed to meet. I thought that was a great idea starter, great prompt. So that's that's uh, the borrowed line. Whose line will I use next week? Hmm. Dun, 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 dun. It's a mystery. You'll have to tune in next week to see if I stole your line or not. All right. So yeah, that's my line, borrowed poetry prompt Eyes failed to meet. And that was written by, uh, it was a collaboration poem written by Michael Todd and Valerie. Clark. All right, so with all of that said, I'm going to play a track real quick. We always start and end every episode with an audio track. So if you're a recording artist and you would like to have your piece played on the air, you can email those to me to The Speakeasy. The word does in the email title, thespeakeasycafe at gmail.com. That's thespeakeasycafe at gmail.com. Okay, put MP3 file, audio track, uh, live poetry recording, something like that in the subject lines, so it kind of stands out for me in there. We can get those uploaded to the show's library and play them for the world. The first one that I'm going to play tonight is by Patrick S., and it's called DSM, and I love this piece. Here we go. Crazy
3: in love? Crazy in love? No. No? Because people throw around the word crazy too lightly. It doesn't mean enough. And people throw around the word love too lightly. It means too many things. We are past crazy and in a love that needs its own specialized clinical term. (laughs) We are psychotic for each other. We are paranoid about losing each other. We are schizophrenic about making each other happy. We are paranoid schizophrenic about not being there to make each other happy. We are narcissistic at our reflections in each other's eyes. We are obsessive when we're apart. We are compulsive to be together. We are obsessive compulsive whenever we think of each other every waking hour. We have Tourette's Syndrome. I love you! We are codependent. That one might be literal. We are claustrophobic when walls come between us. We have road rage when roads come between us. We are sociopathic. When society comes between us. We are arachnophobic when spiders come between us. We are herpetophobic when snakes come between us. We are cholerophobic when circus clowns come between us. We are homophobic when... No. Actually, we share the same agenda. We have numerous, highly specific paraphilias, such as your fingertips, my shoulders, the way you pronounce the letter P, and so on. We induce in each other acute psychogenic signs of distress, including cardiac arrhythmia, hypertension, tachycardia, apnea, asthma, panting, paresthesia, kicks, rapid eye movement, inappropriate sexual arousal, appropriate sexual arousal, very appropriate sexual arousal. Very appropriate, very important sexual arousal. Where was I? <laughs> we have retrograde amnesia. We can't remember how we even lived before we met. We have interrograde amnesia. We can't remember why we feel so satisfied or where our pants are. We have false memory syndrome. We think and act like we've known each other all our lives. We have dyslexia. We keep seeing you and I together. The Diagnostic and Statistical Manual of Mental Disorders, edition four, is all the love poetry we'll ever need by other people. And as for our own, Tourette's, Glossolalia, Repetitive speech. Indiscretion. somniloquy Repetitive speech. Repetitive speech. Repetitive speech, but that doesn't mean we are crazy. Crazy is simply not the word. The word has not yet been written. For you and me, we are going to be a special supplement to the Diagnostic and Statistical Manual of Mental Disorders, Edition 5.
0: with DSM and love that piece. I think it is so fun. Very fun. <laughs> All right. So I do have a track that I, I, I'm supposed to be playing a piece of mine at the beginning of the show, but I think that I'm going to wait until we have a break a little bit later and try to get to some of our callers All right, so if you're on hold tonight, I want to let you know what to expect, so just hang tight with me for a second. The number to call in, if you'd like to call in and read tonight, is 646-595-3965. That's 646-595-3965. You are listening to Speaking Cafe, open my poetry show, so if you'd like to read, be sure to give us a call. If you are on hold, this is what you can expect tonight. We do take callers in the order that you call in, such as 540 is our first caller tonight. So listen for your telephone area code. When I bring you on, please make sure that you introduce yourself. It's very important that people know who you are and know who is reading. And you have your name attached to your work. You never want to send your work out there into the world with his pants down. You know, everyone can see the, the baby. Thing. I can't see the face. Whatever. You know, I just always try to sound so cool. Now you just know what a big nerd I really am. (laughs) Make sure you introduce yourself. Hi, this is so-and-so. And And I'll say hi, so-and-so. So, So, yeah, really important. You can start off by reading two poems tonight. If the phone lines get too busy and we need to change that, I'll just let you know. We'll need to cut those back to one. The only exception to that ever is if we are at a one-poem limit and you bring your homework or your writing assignment or one of your poetry prompts that you've written to. If you bring that back to the show to read, then it doesn't matter if we're on a one-poem limit you can still read that and your other poem. So that's kind of an incentive for you to do your homework and bring it back. (laughs) All right. So, but we're good right now. Two poems, if you'd like to share two pieces with us, you're good to do that. Keep them right on the five-minute mark. Be courteous to the people waiting in line behind you. And then make sure that when you're done reading, you give out your URL. Really important so people can come over and find you, get to know you and your work better. You can inspire and be inspired by each other, all that good stuff. So make sure you're uh, you're working on that, that writer's network of yours. Make sure you give your URL so people can find you. Now, remember, we have a mature rating. That means you are really seriously, honestly, bound to hear just about anything on this show, with the exception of adult porn poems. Uh, you know, no bumping body parts, we don't need to care about nipples, just you know keep 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 it a little bit serial um, <laughs> and you're good to go and with that said, I think that I'm gonna go ahead and give our first three callers. our first caller, as I said, comes from area code five four zero. then we are going to be followed by four excuse me five four zero seven three four. Do you guys know I'm dyslexic with numbers, not with letters? numbers, seriously, it's a thing so 540 734 and 216 those are our first three callers tonight, I do want to let area code 757 know that you are not in the lineup, so 757 if you want to come on and read tonight, please press 1, that will put you in the lineup and I'll know it's okay to unmute you, otherwise if you're here just watching or listening, watching the show, listening to the show I hope you're not watching the show go pull my shades down yeah, anyway, so yeah <laughs> seven five seven, and actually three four seven. If both of you guys would like to come on the air tonight, press one. If you change your mind at any time during, and you decide then that you want to come on, just press one whenever. And that's seven five seven and three four seven. If you guys want to come on the air, press one. All right. With that said, I'm going to go ahead and grab our first caller, which comes from area code five four zero. Hey, sweetheart.
4: Hey. It's Philip Church down in Virginia.
0: It is indeed Philip Church. How are you doing, sweetheart?
4: Well, I I tell you, be honest with you, I'm not doing so well tonight. I'm I'm, kind of under the weather, and uh, I, for a little while, didn't even know if I was gonna be able to come on. But I decided I uh, I got one I'd like to read tonight, and uh, it's kind of a special request by my. my sweetheart, Louie. She, she, she. I, I'm not sure if I've ever done this particular piece on the show or not. I don't think I have. But uh, this is like one of her favorites because um, she and I, you know, we grew up in the same uh, little town, Big Stone Gap, Virginia, and um, we were high school sweethearts and all that. And then, of course, we lost touch with each other. But so it takes her back to nostalgically, you know. So I think you might enjoy that. Other than that, I'm in a really good mood because <clears throat> i uh i you know i, I like to buy these uh, rare and old books mhm and I bought one which uh I had never seen anything like it before and uh but what caught my eye was you know I'm a poet and everything and uh, I've got a couple of different uh John Milton Paradise Lost. So, it kind of caught my eye because it was misspelled. And oh, that's when funny. I was at fantasy, huh?
0: That's funny. So, it was a misprint.
4: Well, no, actually, that's what I thought. So, that kind of got my, I thought, what is this all about? It is the Eye uh, the Lost by John Milton, edited by the guy that invented Shorthand. And it's done in Shorthand.
2: Oh, geez. <laughs>
4: Yeah, and it's a it's a first edition nineteen I mean sorry, eighteen forty six. Uh gilded in gold, the whole ten yards. I bought it for sixteen bucks and the first price I've run across tonight, uh, is at least two hundred and forty dollars is what it's worth, so Wow! I'm, I'm very happy about that yeah, I love when those things happen. And he was you know, I, I'm later. the
0: same way. I'm the same way with books. You know that. I wish that I lived close to you, so like we could just come over and sit and drink coffee and show each other our treasures. You
4: know, oh, yes, I love uh, love I, all yes, books too. See, to me, that's that that is a that is a good way to spend uh, uh, an evening. You know,
5: even, mm-hmm. whether
4: one on one or even in a small group. You know, I would love yeah. to find some local Book nuts like me They're like works of art You know they're
0: not like A book you get now Uh, They're not like A a book you get now they're like actual pieces Of art you know now you Go buy a book and it's just a paper book Cover blah 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 or you Download it onto your I mean there aren't even books anymore. but you know you touch those old Books and the craftsmanship that Went into them and the leather covers And the bindings and And you know oh the smell the way they feel oh. it's just, it's, some, it's magic
2: and this
4: is a particularly beautiful uh uh bindings like i said it's got the uh gilded gold and uh uh it's uh, the uh, the wall uh uh the uh, the, uh, the book covers the boards is what we call them but the book covers uh uh they're uh it's not leather it's it's cloth. But it's mm-hmm. embossed uh, with gold. So, very beautiful little book. But you were talking about apple butter. Yeah. And uh, my mom and dad, who are, bless their hearts, you know, dad's in his early 80s and mom's in mid, her mid 70s, but they are members of, uh, it's called Ruatan. And down here, one of the things that Ruatan does every year, the Ruatan Club, Civic Club, is they make homemade apple butter and sell it. And uh, I had just had mine delivered to me this afternoon. Like I said, I've been pretty ill, so I'm not going to stay on much longer as it is. But uh, one thing I could definitely eat was this homemade apple butter. I was sitting there eating that uh, uh, when you brought it up. It just kind of blew my mind. <laughs> you know
0: what? Send me send me in a message, a Facebook message, your address, and I'll send you a jar of my apple butter, and you can tell me what you like better.
4: Oh well that funny that's that's any day of the week right there.
2: So uh
4: but uh, anyhow uh, I'm just gonna do this one poem and uh, uh the 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 poem structure itself it, you know, uh it, it uh it's got a lot of uh uh interlinear medial rhyming uh, and and meter going to it. So in other words, there are things happening in the middle of the line that are, uh, you know, lining up later with the middle of of another line, uh, you know, uh, with rhyming, things like that. So, but it's just an overall good little poem that kind of describes what it was like for me as a kid and, and what it's like even now for uh, uh, youngins that come up in these areas. So, uh, Without any further ado, this is called The Hollows of Home. Growing up free back in the hills, country bred to life, simple thrills. Drinking water from springs, fountains, running in creeks down the mountains. For a better life, there was no wishing. Hiking, camping, hunting, and fishing. Peaks rolling shadows on a little town in the sweet twilight as the sun went down, ghostly mist rising up from hollers on a rainy day while the slopes turned blue to skies heavy and gray. At night, the mountains towered as the storm lit up the sky. I remembered the glowing outline on spines of ridges high, the many-colored hues from the mountain storming then reflected by crystal dews with the dawns warming. And now the days in the mountains have a certain fate. Dusk always comes early and sunrise always comes late. In the springtime, we would plow the fields. Then in early summer, we'd plant for yields. And come early fall, we'd gather up the harvest when canning and making apple butter are best. Now, late in autumn, it's time to slaughter the meat. Butcher'd been hung in the smokehouse so neat. Then we'd make a little cider, maybe uh, let it get old. Uh, All our work carried us through the winter so cold. And during those colder months, attended a little mountain school and learned the three R's and the golden rule. At recess, the boys might bless and the girls might squeal while playing Red Rover or dancing... The Virginia reel, you know, there wasn't nothing quite better, there wasn't nothing so cool, as when your heart, a sweetheart, let you walk home from school, and the smell of coal smoke rising from the chimney so high, you know, if you live somewhere else, you'd have to wonder why. These are the hollers of my home. In one. I love that.
2: Oh,
0: thank you. <laughs> and you had that apple butter in it. I mean, it was perfect.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Something's in the air about all this apple butter stuff. It's like me I do, know, you know, right? you play, you know.
0: <laughs> It's that season. It's that season of yep. sensory bliss.
4: Well, you know, like they said in Dune, the, the pumpkin spice must flow. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yep. All right, so do me a favor, Philip. I need a prompt from you. So give me a a title or a line or something.
4: Okay. All right. You are the last person alive held up in a cabin on top of a mountain in the dead of winter in the dark of okay, night. Then,
0: wait, 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 wait. I'm not writing all that down. You get one line <laughs> or a title. Oh.
4: Okay, oh, well, that's there's, there's no one else in the world, and someone's knocking at the door. Who's knocking? How's that? <laughs> that works. Okay. And you not very good at the, the All
0: right, Philip, my darling.
2: It was so
4: good to hear from you. Thank you for starting the show out so amazingly. Oh, I appreciate it. I was glad I was able to make it in here. So I'm just going to probably uh, turn it off there in a couple minutes and go back to bed. So until um, <laughs> uh, next week, I'll just wish you all a good week. And gosh, I might have got cold, t- turned wetter down here. We're going down to uh, 26 tonight here in the hills. So it's got cold already. <laughs> But uh, y'all stay warm. You can always find me on Facebook at Pearl Church, or you can look up any of my uh, books on Amazon.com. And with that, I'm going to say good night.
0: Good night, sweetheart. Thank you so much.
4: Uh, you're welcome. Bye.
0: Bye-bye. All right. Our next call comes from area code 734. 734, you're on the air.
2: Hello, Nyla.
6: This is Dennis White from Michigan.
0: Hey, Dennis. How are you doing? Is it snowing there yet?
6: Uh, We had a few flakes today. (laughs) Not many, but we'll get some more. (laughs) Michigan is so pretty up there. It is. I'm kind of biased, but uh, it is.
0: (laughs) 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 So let's get this part out of the way. All right. I need a poetry prompt from
2: you. Okay.
6: The poetry prompt I offer is a seasonal one. My poetry prompt is a poem about a hayride. Take us along for the ride. So hayride. Hayride, yes.
0: Awesome. Perfect. Thank you. So what did you bring? Oh. Falling out of my chair. <laughs> What'd you bring for us tonight? Why? What? Would you bring? Why'd you bring it and share it?
6: All right. I just uh, I brought a the poem. The title is a poet's life. It's a reflection on on poets. And it starts like this. Poetry is an athletic endeavor, as we run for a crown. Poets wrestle with words trying to pen them down. We run with ideas, sprints and new insights, pole vault to lofty and sacred heights. We hang glide on updrafts of metaphor and rhyme from valley deep to the mountain tops we climb. We bench press the weighty matters of our day do free-form dives the tower way. We engage in pugilistic sparring with poignant punches right from our gut doing abdominal crunches. We hike on uncharted paths of a wilderness trail and swim in gator-infested canals hoping to prevail. We bungee jump off bridges of uncertainty and jump hurdles on our course to eternity. Yes, poetry is definitely an athletic endeavor. We won't succeed unless we train and we are clever. But before I go take my victory lap, I am all wore out. Time for my poet nap in the poem.
0: <laughs> that was awesome. You know, it was there was so much in that poem that was just absolutely incredible and amazing to me. You, you've always been very strong at being able to create tangible images when you write. And so when you were going through that and you used, um, you know, you were talking about, you know, being a writer about the feeling of hang gliding. You know, when you just free fall, and you're in that place, and you, you have your eyes closed, and you're rocking back and forth, and you're writing on the paper, and just writing what's in your head, you're not even, you know, that, that free fall, you know, that, that's, yeah. I think that's what we all covet as a writer, is that, is that feeling, that high, that free fall, that, you know, that, that perfect storm moment, you know, and then immediately you went to bench pressing, No, because when you were talking about the free fall, I'm thinking, oh, yeah, but man, it isn't always like that. And immediately you went to the bench pressing, which is exactly a complete opposite. You know, here you are hang gliding up in the air on nothing, you know, to being underneath these weights that can crush you. You know, and that transition there, just the the transition from going from the the free fall to to the, the crushing, to the bench press was just, I mean, it was like the drop in a roller coaster as far as the reader hearing that and following along you know and then you went to things like sparring you know how you're you have to fight with something you know or you get an idea and you you're just have to wrestle with it and, and then to the hike when you're not really sure you just know you have this idea you know to the point where you know like the, the gator infested and the bungee jumping you know when you go to those dangerous places those places you're not sure of you know when you you jump off the deep end and you're sure that what you're writing, you're never going to let anyone see. God dang, is it good.
6: Right? Right. So <laughs> I, just,
0: I thought it was a fantastic piece, honey.
6: Well, thank you. You're very kind. And uh, uh, poetry, when we get into poetry, the diversity of poetry, the different forms of poetry, uh, the different topics of poetry, we, we have such a, a, a mountain of, uh, of subjects and adventures in our writing, mm-hmm. and I, I wanted to share that. <laughs>
0: I thought it was amazing. Now, were you going to do one, ju- uh, two or just the one tonight, George?
6: I was just going to do one tonight.
0: Okay. Well, if you decide you want to come back and read again, you're always welcome to jump back on the line or press one to go out of the lineup and press one to come back in if you'd like. And uh, if you decide you want to share another one with us tonight, okay?
6: All right. Uh, I will do that. And if anybody wants to read some more of my work, uh, they can find it at allpoetry.com, and they write under the name of Haiku. Bless you. So there you go. <laughs> awesome.
0: All right, sweetheart. Thank you so much, and we'll talk to you again soon.
6: Thank you. Uh, one other question. Sure. Uh, are are you having a special anniversary show this month?
0: We are on the 21st.
6: On the 21st. All right. Thank you. I'll keep that in mind.
0: You're very welcome, hun. we We'll talk to you soon, right,
6: baby. Bye. Bye-bye. Yes. Mr. George Wyatt.
0: All right. Next caller comes from area code 216. 216, you're on the air. Hello. Hey, sweetie. Hey. <laughs> I, heard you start
7: to, I heard you start to show off with a bang, talking about the instrument. I wouldn't call them no um, technical, but they were instruments in making apple butter that were your
2: grandmother's.
7: (laughs) Mm -hmm. And just as fate would have it, they have forced me to do a show Saturday. And I would love for you to come on and tell about that because the theme of my show is going to be Does Your Con... Connection to your past affect your connection to your future, and I would love to hear that story. Uh, I would love for you to come on my show and share that story. Again. Will you
0: email me the information? Well, when
7: they give it, when they get it ready, it's this Saturday on Epiphany Radio. That's all I know right now, because you know okay. I'm not good for. You know, I'm not good for work, and I'm not good for commitment, so they kind of made <laughs> me do this. <laughs> I would love for you to come and bless Mike with that because um, that's basically what I wanted the show for is just exactly what you were talking about. You know, like, like, my, instinct alike. So it was amazing for me to hear you say that and you know, not even knowing that I have, was preparing to do this um, connection to your past, your ancestors, and how it affects your future. And uh, I know you've been on um, com, and my girlfriend keeps mm-hmm. going on there and she's dug up a lot of stuff. On my, She's on there looking for her stuff and she keeps calling me, telling me all she found about me. And I'm like, Lord, this is a lot of stuff, a lot of work. But uh, it's just the little things like that that, um, that you were speaking about that's so beautiful that I would really like to hear you come on and share that on my <laughs> first show. Okay. It's at uh, okay. At Ninest nine o'clock. Okay. At nine. This piece. Yeah. Okay. Nine. <clears throat> this Saturday. Do you want to introduce okay. yourself the- to everybody? Oh. <laughs> if you don't know me by now.
2: No. You will never, <laughs> ever, never, ever, never. Ever know.
7: <laughs> this is Mama Oladaisy Vicky Aqua, and the name of my piece is "Don't Sing." <laughs> and All you can right. use that for your you, you can use that for your title um uh, if you like Don't sing it goes like Yeah, don't sing. <laughs> you, you could uh um uh, figure it out why I titled it this when I finished the piece. I wanted to sing I wanted to harmonize. I wanted to awe you with my high note. It hurt me. I cried when I tried so badly. I wanted to sing, they said. Don't sing. Those cruel two words crushed my everything, my heart, my mind, my soul. You can't sing, people said. Made me want to fight. Singing would have been my claim to fame. I guess they could be right. But I still made attempts here and there, especially around the alcoholically impaired. But they were the worst of my critiques. They said, don't sing. They said I sounded like a goat in heat. I sing solo like grandma told me she said sing so low that no one hears you that scorning look and the words don't sing choked me broke me I still want to sing but I guess singing was not my plight so I just write
0: You. <laughs> you know, I love that. I love that because I can't carry a tune in a bucket. I cannot sing. I can, I can sing songs that have, I'm a second alto, first of all. I mean, you can tell my voice is really low. So, my singing voice, I have a range of two notes, you know. So, sometimes I can do Rod Stewart pretty well. Um, Elton John, I've tried, but only if it's a real mellow, depressing song. Um, you know, I, I could actually do some share songs when I was real little, but, you know, I can't sing, but I sing all the time, all the time. And I never know the words to like, things. So I make up my words, but, you know, so I, I'm, think, I'm listening to that and I'm thinking, you know, I don't sing, be really quiet. Okay. So I write, just, you know, it's like, you have that, that feeling, you know, and it's that way when you write too, you know, when you just burst out in a song because it's just in, you can't handle it. You know, la, 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 la. It's the same thing when you write, you know. So I'm thinking about the times when I couldn't sing, when I had to be quiet, when I was told to hush. How that same. Well, I, I got I got all the come jokes. Come out of my hand.
7: Yeah. Go ahead. They gave y'all. they gave me all the jokes. I didn't get them when they would tell me to sing solo, and then uh, I would like sing solo. They say, "Yo, sing solo that no one hears." you.
0: So <laughs> <laughs> well, my sisters and I—this is absolutely no lie. My sisters and I, there we there was our house, which was a two-story house, and my room faced the next-door neighbor's house, which is a 60s house. it's ours was a big, giant, two-story 1930s grandma house. And then there was a one-story 60s house, and then there was the Davis boys. We had five boys lived next, one one house over, and then it was the Davis's, the Davis boys. And so we would try to be showing off. They're just little kids, right? They were boys so we were trying to show off. And we'd get all dressed up in our our fun stuff. And we would grab our hairbrushes and we'd stand in front of my bedroom window when they were out in our yard and pretend like we were singing, like we were a rock band. Because, you know, then they would think we're cool because we're a rock band. So, you know, we really kind of thought that they would think, oh, yeah, they're they're rehearsing. They're a rock band. (laughs) And and my dad used to sit there and he, he named our band The Three Toilet Seats we sang
2: like that. <laughs> so that
0: was our band name, Three Toilet Seats.
7: <laughs> that's so messed up.
0: I
8: know, band, right?
7: My grandmother was a woman of few words, and so she would just basically, she wouldn't give you no uh, like a long critique on it. She would just say, don't sing. <laughs> I love it. So that's where the poem came And that wasn't just me. I don't think my father could sing none of my other siblings, they couldn't sing, not siblings, aunts. And my grandmother was famous for saying, don't sing. And my (laughs) aunt was the one, my aunt was the one, she was a musical, you know, that was her forte. She played the piano and she directed the choir. She was a choir director and she would always tell me to sing solo. And I never caught the joke until, like, I got older. (laughs) Sing solo,
0: they can't hear you. (laughs) That's so funny. And that's so messed up. Are you going to I read know. two fours, Mama?
7: Yeah, I have another one. Okay. I'm back on my Facebook page. So I I'll, I'll sent you that one, Don't Sing, and I thought you would enjoy it. So I sent it to you. But I accidentally sent it to both pages.
8: That's fine. Um, you,
7: can, you can delete one. The next piece I'm going to read is called Is There a Hell? Is there a hell? I don't know. But my strategy is to live my life like there is. I do not have to kill hate or commit acts against children. I can avoid stealing, and I can avoid lying and I can avoid coveting. I cannot wallow in hate, but I can be angry and hate what God hates. And I may not make good choices sexually, but I can't ask for forgiveness. I do not know if there is a hell, but I'm not going to push the envelope. I am not going to prepare to go there. My strategy is to live my life like there is. I thought I was in hell living in America. I thought all they did to me and mine would be paid for. I cannot fathom being punished twice while the wicked ones get the best of both worlds I hope there is a place of punishment for those that deserve going there for me I am not fanaticizing and God never asked me to kill in his name nor start a war in his name nor to beat my beliefs into anyone so is there hell I don't know I'll just live my life like I don't want to go in (laughs) peace. I love it.
0: (laughs) Perfect ending, Mama.
7: Thank you. I love when you laugh. I love when you (laughs) laugh. It just brightens my day.
2: All All right, right, Nyla.
7: I I was down and you just lifted me up. Keep smiling. Keep that cheery attitude. And you know we all love you. And uh,
0: that's my piece. Thank you, Mama. Fantastic job tonight, and I love you, too. And if you get the information on that ahead of time, the link or number or whatever where I can find it, um, send that over to me in a message. Oh, I'm going to make
7: sure you get it because I definitely okay. want you to come and hear that uh, about your uh, your grandmother and, you know, just those little things about the, those instruments that were around the house. Because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm one. I got my grandmother's chairs here. I got her a J And, um, that, you know, basically I don't even buy anything new. But I think these chairs I have are like probably 150 to maybe older than that. And mm-hmm. Atege probably is 150. So, yeah. Because, you know, before she had them, I think her mother had them. So they're pretty old. And uh, I love those things. I mean, I like surrounding myself by things that mean something to me.
0: I want you to take one of those chairs and I want you to set it. Sometime when you get a chance, I want you to set it in front of a window. Or I want you to sit in it and look out a window. And think about the generations that have sat in that chair, probably three generations that have sat in that chair, looking out a window and how the world has changed. So say you were to pick a December day, the 17th of December. And that's the name of your your piece. And you were to write a stanza about what each person, each generation saw December 17th looking out their window. I think you would have a lot of fun writing something like that.
7: Well, okay. Well, I'll try to do that because my um, apartment is small, so everything is kind of by the window anyway. So. <laughs>
0: I live in a bubble. Everything's a window. <laughs> yeah. All right, Mama. Great job tonight, okay. honey. Thank you so much.
7: You're
0: welcome. All right. Bye. Vicki Aqua, make sure you go friend her on Facebook. All right. Our next caller is an international caller. And so it's uh, 4475. You are unmuted. Are you with me?
9: Hi, that's my call.
0: Hey, Colin. How are you, sweetheart? Happy middle of the night, uh,
9: sir. T- 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 <laughs> yeah, I was uh, after drifting off, but then my pain flared up, so you ended up with me.
0: Ah, <laughs> uh, I'll take you. Not because you're in pain. I don't want you in pain, <laughs> but yeah, I'll take you. How's your tattoo coming?
9: Uh, I've still only had the first bit done yet. I'm waiting for the outer design to be finished. But Very I can't cool. quite I make like <laughs> I feel like I'm part yeah, of the
0: I've inner circle. circle. <laughs> I know about your secret tattoo and they don't. Nanner, nanner. Okay, I'm done.
2: <laughs> yeah, I've
9: got a couple of pieces for you guys. Um, okay. I've also got a line as a prompt for you as well. And it is Oh, we'll go for that first then, yeah. It's the starting line from a song I was listening to the other day, and it's left in the silence that tears you apart. It only reminds you how broken you are.
0: Okay, so that's too too long for a one-line prompt, so pick one of those three lines.
2: Or one like left uh, in the the
0: silence would be one.
9: Go ahead. Yeah, just the left in the silence, but it's fine. Okay.
0: okay. All right, I got it. Perfect. Thank you. Now, what did you pick out to read tonight? And and uh,
9: share it with us, please. This first piece is um, a little more briefly than I usually do, but I'm, it's something I needed to get off my chest at the time. Um, it's got an old title, so I'll just start. You call me all the time telling me the same old lines. Someone saying you've been lying now. Don't phone to me, you're crying. Bitch, what do you expect? Don't think you even know what the truth is now. To burden me with your shit. Girl, are you taking the piss? See, you fucked me once before, then jumped into bed with another man. Yeah, you're nothing but a whore. Now to him, you can go scram. I'm sick of all your crazy overflowing in my direction, just because your decisions took your smile a new direction. Yeah, I know it's not perfect for you, but I don't really give a shit. I'm not your knight in shining armour, and I'm happier since we split. See, you think you're the perfect partner, but you couldn't even support me. You said you cared for me, but you just wanted to control me. It wasn't until I started to see to learn the power of an O that you decided to exchange me for a new model, leaving me broken, but all well. The thing about broken things is they can be repaired. And without you, the pieces are slowly coming back into place till eventually there will be no more cracks left, and I'll be stronger than ever all the while you're taking steps back and peace.
0: Wow, so that's one of those when I talk about writing real bravely like when uh when I was talking earlier to Philip about his poem, the way he talked about poets writing, and he got down to the, the gator infested or the, the bungee jumping, you know, that, that raw, hard, you know, bullet poetry. Yeah. You know, this stuff that's hard to write about, that isn't always pretty, that isn't, you know, it, is
9: a tough subject. It's not very so, often that I write about pretty stuff.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's your homework, right, right? Write a poem about fuzzy bunnies, um. It is it is hard to write that vulnerable, you know that that vulnerable type, you know, putting yourself in a place because you know you can't fake stuff like that. You know, when you write like that, people know it's real. People know that it's that it's connected, and uh, you know you just you do that so well and so bravely, and I just love it.
9: Thank you. You are welcome. Uh, the the second piece I have for you also I has no title because um being quite useless with those recently. <laughs> um, the, the, it will be okay you hear us. Uh, just keep your chin up and things will go your way one day. There are only so many times you can hear a lie before the well of tears run dry and you're left numb. Your mind to negativity does succumb. Losing yourself in thoughts of what you wish your life could have been. Seeing all these perfect lives, and yours is nowhere near that dream. So, you shove, uh, so shove your positivity. I will take my pain and own it. Like a catalyst for my art flows through me, and I show it. When I slice through the symphonies of that perfect existence with my saber like tongue, held up high against the onslaught like my head, held high with pride, you can't tame it, you can't change it. As it comes from deep within, the thoughts, I feel, source are real, but they are mine to keep. And peace.
0: Incredible. Tangible. Emotional. Just awesome job, Colin. Great job.
9: Thank you very much.
0: You are welcome, my darling. Now, do me a favor and tell everybody how they can come over and visit with you.
9: I can be found on Facebook, it's Callum Kennedy Hume. I'm also on Twitter at Kennedy Hume and on allpoetry.com, and it's David Style.
0: All right. Awesome, Callum. Thank you so much, sweetheart. And you get to try to get some sleep tonight
9: already. Thank you for having me. All
0: right, baby. We'll talk to you soon,
9: Han. Speak to you soon.
0: Awesomeness. Okay. Um, All right, so now go ahead and give the next three callers so you kind of have an idea of where you are. We have area code 346, 203, and then 903 are our next three callers. I do want to let area code 347 and 757 know you are not in the lineup. So if you're wanting to come on the air, please press 1 at 757 and 347 you guys are here just listening appreciate it glad you're here if you change your mind press one at any time Seven five seven three four seven, and then that will put you in the lineup i'll check back with you guys in just a little bit in case you're wondering i grabbing munchies or something like that all right our next caller is 347 347 are you with me 347 or no 346 i'm sorry Three, four, six. Three, four, six, are you with me? Let's try that. Let's try muting them and then unmuting them. Three, four, six, are you there?
10: I am now.
0: (laughs) Hey, sweetie. How are you?
10: I stepped away.
0: (laughs) Of course, you
10: always, always do that to me.
0: <laughs> you, you mean, woman? You? I'm sorry. <laughs> welcome to the show, sweetheart. How you doing? I am fabulous. Thank you for asking. And you are for
7: very
10: welcome. For those who don't know, this is Emilia T. Davis, a.k.a. Poetical Angel Queen, calling in from
0: Houston,
1: Texas.
0: All right, so the first thing I need from you, Emmy, is I need your poetry prompt. I have no idea. Just give me like a sentence or a line or a. What's your favorite song?
10: Um, Fire um, loves holiday.
0: Loves holiday. All right, so we'll yeah. make that your prompt. Loves. Holiday. So we we'll, we will use that for your writing prompt for tonight. All right, so what did you bring us tonight, baby girl?
10: Um, It's fresh off the presses. It's called A King Lion and His Queen Lioness. Now that we have found each other, our future is what we will create it to be as our lips touch we are transported to another dimension where space and time has no limits our essences is all that matters our love for one another beating across the universe the primal roaring proud and strong I'm the lioness to your lion, king and queen, not only of the jungle, but of the astral plane as well. The two morphing into the strength and power of one phenomenal kingdom. Our hearts and souls combine to ignite the fire that burns Deeply within a lion and his mate. We are the mighty duo that no foe can destroy, bringing our majesty to all we conceive, birthing a new alliance of sensitivity to each other's hearts and souls, a fire burning deeply within from our passion and sensuousness. As you roar with great purpose, I, in turn, purr with great admiration. Come, let us traverse this jungle called life together with our animal instincts, magnetism, and influence. Our spirit reaching beyond space and time with the great wisdom that only the heavens can ordain a lion and his lioness united through body mind and soul protecting each other until death knocks on their door musings of emilia t davis aka poetical angel queen and peace.
0: <laughs> and there, I said it. <laughs> A fantastic job. Great job, honey. Beautiful. Thank you. You're welcome. What's your second one?
10: Hmm. Um. I think this one can. I. I can do. <laughs> I haven't pre-read it, so, you know, if I skip a few
2: words.
10: (laughs) um, It's called Longing for a Chocolate King. Day turns into night. The moon and stars come out to play. I lay my head down to sleep, praying the Lord to watch over you and keep you safe. Yet I waken within a few hours, feeling so alone without you here by my side. No hugs and snuggles under the sheets. No body warmth. Just Just a cold stillness in the night as I cross the globe looking for your essence. The energy source called Chocolate King. My heart's desire fulfilled. Sending my soul to you, giving you invisible hugs and kisses, being there at your side to protect and guard you as you walk those foreign paths. I told you I'm the queen of roses, loyal, compassionate, intelligent, honorable, strong, sensuous, fearless, and mighty. I am the daughter of the most high angels and the power of the light always at my disposal yes no matter the foe if i could my weapon drawn i'd fight right by your side always guarding your back so instead i send angels every day and night god's powerful envoys to protect you in the flesh and your soul to fight all the unseen battles of the spirit and flesh. Chocolate King, I do not doubt your skill or might. I just know I love you from now into eternity's light. My prayers and heart, always lifting you up to my father's heavenly throne for you are his great gift that I shall always value and honor. Mighty Chocolate King, I await you with every breath I take. Every heartbeat pounds for your, for you alone. Wide awake now, might as well make me a cup of coffee. Back to staring at your pictures and playing love songs. This is going to be a long autumn's night. Waiting, waiting to hear your voice for my soul to delight. My king has finally found me. I wait for the day we meet our two souls finally intertwining to become one. Our royalty united to bring love, respect, and power. May your day be blessed and productive. Musings of Amelia T. Davis, a.k.a. Poetical Angel, Queen, and Peace. And for everybody who does not know this, I uh write to Future King to him, for him and about him. There is no such person. He doesn't exist yet. I'm just writing to a phantom person.
0: <laughs> just for that's those her, that might that's be. That's her confused. way of letting you know she's still available. <laughs> <laughs>
10: No, you know there could be some out there that are like, "Oh wow, she's got some great guys."
0: I, did, I didn't get her soon enough. But guys, she's available. All right.
10: That's right. And you yep. can, and if you are interested, you can find me on. <laughs> you can find me on. Facebook under Emilia T. Davis E. M. I. L. I. A. T. D. A. V. I. S. Or under Poetical Angel Queen. Or you can Google me under Emilia T. Davis. Or you can find me here with Nyla every Thursday night.
0: And (laughs) there you have it.
10: Fantastic job, sweetheart continued successes
0: thank you baby girl and remember that we have our anniversary um, show coming up soon
10: i sent you a new poet i don't know if he's gonna have the information in time but you might have somebody coming in you know like um maybe near the end or something um that that might be new so you might have to walk him through it
0: Awesome. I can do that. We'll take care of them.
10: Yes, I know you will. All right. I shall be at the anniversary show with with bells on my
0: toes. Rings on my fingers and bells on my toes. (laughs) Okay. Awesome. All right, Amelia. Thank you, sweetheart. All right. You're welcome. Bye, hon. (laughs) All right. Our next caller comes from area code 203. 203 you are on the air Hey
11: how's it going
0: It is going absolutely wonderful It's been so long sweetheart What's been going on with you
11: Hey, nothing much you know Roaming <laughs> Enjoying life that's all You know same you know, old same old
0: I used to have a puppy And I named him Chase And there's mm-hmm. something in a name I should never have named him that Because he used to chase my car Whenever i leave for work he would chase my car so uh-huh. you have
11: to be careful what you name something, Rome. Indeed. Well, yeah. my name, you I think You
0: it, it, up to your name.
11: Yes, it's it's true, 'cause it's it's not Rome in a negative context. It's you know, it's roaming and gathering, and collecting yeah. and bringing back. So mm-hmm. you know, we roam away from home. We find the jewels we find, and we bring them back to share. Indeed. Indeed. Well, I'm here to share with you today.
0: What are you bringing I have, uh, sweetheart?
11: I have two pieces here, but uh, the first one I'm going to read is called Nightmares. Ready where you are.
0: Go ahead when you're ready, sweetie.
11: All right. I'm going to be as honest as lies allow as high as my lows have been. A shadow where lies a shroud to cover the cries aloud, incumbent to hide the sounds that suffer with silence bound, and the slumbers that aimed and found uncovered unshaken, drowned in the chambers. Clouded visions to the changes underwent by waters, building puddles in the flustered blinks of irises' arrangements. Guarded in attempts to peddle punishment and hatred, drips lay clustered in the pavement, like a funnel skip towards trouble from the study to the basement, it follows. Echoes hollow bounce from bricks adjacent, through the tunnels make it hard to place it, where it came or where it may went. Overall, the spins are cycles through the corridors and hoarded halls. Respect to dead men, picture perfect, hang recurrent on the walls. As wind gusts currents withdraw curtains from a stall with blast dust that falls as certain as a fog. and settles lightly as the night forgets me. Fight resents my fall as I react to brace my cause and shake off what I lost. Retrace what caught my hall. In sudden disbelief, I found my distance out of sense to reach. Linear perspectives breach, and furthermore than disbelief. Still lost and learned in system beat by burden. Holding grips to keep my sake from pushing forward. To dismiss the weak or broken, strong unknowing, being spit to speech. To keep a victim stock like home is what the victors teach. Unspoken is forbidden speech, unheard, but when we listen, screens lift those from giving sleep become awoken. And a hope to only get the reach who twist the key to get them open. Only to be beaten back to comas in a moment. We would live to one day dream to live for all we live to dream. And peace.
0: Wow. You know, that was pretty flippin' awesome. Thank you. And uh, now I think I might yell at you for not being here more often. I'm not not sure. I think I might have to.
11: (laughs) Thank you much, much appreciated for sure.
0: Just made me greedy all over again.
11: <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> hey, that's what it's here for. We're here to share. We're here to share.
0: What else well, did you bring us tonight, honey? Uh,
11: um, the next piece I have here, um, I just wrote not long ago, like you know, thirty minutes or so. Uh, it's called uh, "You Said It Best." And here we go. Engines idle in the palace, smoke with lingering conscience of a win. Though loss was close and constant, revolving life like cycles, knocking opportunities were just locking in and wander, wandering where the day goes, splitting minutes with each person living. And each of all my currents, weight less, lack of patience, cases, opposites, attractions, minimizing magnets, forcing every which the way goes. Spinning so like linen, sitting shotgun in a Winnebago. Boundless limits like the miles kept the count in inches. Filling out with an odor, mouseless morsel. So. Excess change could rate to be a dollar to a peso. Cuts directors keep for scholars. Ironic meats become what kind of meat will cost like culture. Butchers culture shock for feeds for vultures. Lives at stake with never mind. Like tables, turnovers choose favorites. Revenge is sweet like pastries. Supplemented slack of fields we felt for maybe. April showers will pay off for all we ain't seen. Collective pool to pot with Gamble's next. Just as old as saying goes, you said it best. And peace.
0: Wow. Both of those were absolutely fantastic, sweetheart. I am so glad that you made the time to come and read tonight. Thank you so much. You have no idea. You Thank been you
11: so much for having very, me. Very, very missed. Thank you. Thank you. See, with
0: You're very welcome.
11: Appreciation grows. <laughs> <laughs> well thanks for having me It's always a great show It's always fun to come and join in And listen to all the poets You do an amazing job
0: Well thank you sweetheart Do me a favor and tell everyone how they can come over And show you some love
11: They could try to catch me here <laughs>
0: That's it guys Get it, see The only place you can find him
12: <laughs> Indeed
11: Well you be blessed
0: you too, and I'll be here in the chat Thank as long
11: you. as I can and listening. Thank
0: you. <laughs> All right. Thank you, sweetie. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. All right. Um, he's so amazing. We've missed him. All right. Next three callers is going to be nine zero three nine one nine and nine eight four, and again seven five seven. You are not in the lineup. If you would like to come on. This one, otherwise you're good to go. Let's go ahead and grab 903. 903,
13: you are on the air. Hello, Nyla. How are you doing?
0: Hey, sweetheart. How are you? I'm doing. It to hear from
13: you. <laughs> I'm doing all right. Uh, sorry I missed the, the Halloween show. I actually went to a Halloween costume party slash open mic night. And they didn't know who I was or what I was. Huh? Did you have fun? That's it. Oh, yeah, I had a blast. Everybody kind of looked at me weird because they didn't know what I was. I was a zombie vampire, and I did the makeup with the old Halloween makeup, and it was a pain. Mm -hmm. So (laughs) it was fun. I, I read one of my poems for my greeting cards I'm still working on, and, uh, about maybe two or three people liked it. There's about 20 people there, so I had this guy. He asked me. He was like, "Did you go to a? Were you in an accident before you got here?" I was like, "Nah, dude, I wasn't in an accident."
2: <laughs>
5: what?
13: And of course, I didn't win the Halloween costume. I didn't know there was an actual costume uh, contest either, but there was several. Uh, categories and of course I didn't fit in so
2: <laughs>
13: so I saw this one, this old woman she had this uh, she had a nun suit on and I read that she had a bandana and she had word on it and I thought it said nonsense and I was like wow that's awesome
2: <laughs>
13: that's sacrilegious and I like that but it didn't say nonsense it said nonsense and I <laughs> talked to my mom about that and she was like that's an actual play or show or some shit and I was like, oh, okay. I didn't know that. So that's
2: funny. I was like,
13: oh, that's that's crazy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I got uh, I got two writing prompts. Uh, well, one is a writing prompt, and then the other one actually is an evolution of the writing prompt, I guess you could say that. So, one of my friends posted uh, a picture, and it was a woman vampire biting a man. So I twisted it a little bit. And it's called Love at First Bite. This is a vampire edition. I did several different ones. This one's real short. It's super short micro story. You ready? I am. Love at First Bite. Vampire edition. She fell in love with him the moment he bit her and sucked her blood and let her drink his blood afterwards. And she couldn't get enough. And he said, please stop. But... She had sucked him dry and killed him and left him to live uh, left and uh, left to live her new life as a gorgeous vampress, where she hang on, the where she seduced men and women and turned them and killed them as a vengeance against her maker. That's the end piece.
8: That'll
0: teach you. <laughs> Careful what you wish for, boys. Yeah think twice for you, bite. That's
13: right. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Thank you. So, this one is uh, werewolf edition. It's a little longer, but it's not It's not uh, more than five minutes, I don't think. So, all right. Love at first bite, werewolf edition. She fell in love with him as soon as he bit into her and made her a werewolf. And once she changed over completely, he asked her to marry him and... So they were married in their human form during the day, and when darkness fell, and the full moon arrived during their ceremony, they turned into werewolves and bit all their guests. And they they all turned they all turned into werewolves as well. Then they became one huge pack with the newlyweds couples. Their newlyweds couples, as their male and male alpha and female beta leaders, as a pack. They moved all around the world, and eating, killing, and biting whomever got in their way, and their pack continuously grew bigger and bigger until particular werewolves got together and convinced other werewolves that they would they should be the leaders, that they wanted to kill their current leaders, and one day these werewolves finally ganged up on the on uh, him and her as humans, then werewolves, and him and her fought them off as best they could. However, they were outnumbered and eventually were killed by these resistant werewolves, and they continued to reign as their new leaders until one final day they ate all the werewolves and even themselves. That's in peace.
0: (laughs) Why does it seem like that should be like a subplot for Game of Thrones where everybody dies?
13: That's right. That's
2: true.
13: (laughs) (laughs) It actually wasn't inspired by them, but I just completely made it up. But yeah, that's true though. (laughs) I have seen some Game of Thrones. Not a complete addict, but that's right. Everybody (laughs) does.
2: It's like uh, it's
13: like. uh, I saw this thing. It's called Epic Rap Battles of History, and uh, these people they do on YouTube. And they did, the first one I saw was Shakespeare, William Shakespeare versus Dr. Seuss. And, uh, William Shakespeare was, uh, George, uh, I can't remember what his name was, but it was pretty awesome. Uh, he's a famous rapper now, and he actually does a lot of poetry and stuff as well. But, uh, anyways, he William Shakespeare. Uh, Dr. Seuss says something about, uh, I left your classroom, uh, like like at the end of all your plays, and at the end of Macbeth, with everyone dead, that's that <laughs> reminded me of that. I was like, hell oh, yeah, that's awesome.
14: <laughs>
13: yeah. I mean, it's it's a horror story. It's supposed to you know, it's supposed to end horrific, you know, so. Lee. <laughs> so. That's
2: awesome my you know, crazy. that's my
13: opinion. Well, yeah, that's right.
0: Yeah, exactly. That's
13: that's correct. So. But also, uh, last week, uh, last Thursday was my birthday, and I went and got black walnut and butter pecan walnut and got a double dip on a wafer cone uh, at Brahms. It was pretty good. And then I had pumpkin pie, and then I uh, pretty much chilled, got me a sack of candy, and then I went to the costume party later on, and then I met up with one of my friends. That's why I didn't make it to your show. Sorry. So and I hadn't so seen him in a had, while. You
0: had a, you had a birthday and you weren't here. Is that what you're talking me I know.
13: Me? Yeah. I know. Just reach through the phone and swipe the shit out of me. It'll be
0: all right. Okay, are you ready? <laughs> I'm ready. Happy birthday to you. <laughs> Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Eric. Happy birthday to you. <laughs> there you go. <laughs>
13: Thank you. Appreciate it.
0: Oh, I don't know how much of a gift that was, but there it is. <laughs>
13: there we go. That works for me. That's, That's cool. Thing. I do That's have perfect. a prompt. Thank you. If you want it from me, you were getting from a few other people earlier.
1: I mostly Oh, uh, A riding you.
13: that you want to get. It's actually from one of my, uh, I think, I don't know if it's my fifth poem or what. I can't remember, but it's been a while. So uh, it's. It's all alliteration and it's actually one that I've used several times in several of my poems uh repeatedly or uh, repetitiously so it's uh weeping willows wallowed whisperingly that's my that's one of my favorite verses that I made up
0: weeping willows what was wallowed. wallowed wallowed wallowed
13: W a l l o w e d, wallowed, mm-hmm. Lallowed, whisperingly,
0: whisperingly, like whisper.
13: Yeah, yeah, whisper. That's right. That's it? Okay. That's We've you, been I long guess long that's long your homework, huh?
0: Whisperingly.
13: Yeah. No, this is <laughs> Oh, okay. All right. Cool. <laughs>
2: I don't do homework
0: What are you talking about
13: You don't do homework no. You give everybody else homework
0: I absolutely do
13: <laughs> That's why you're the host right And I'm not
0: Exactly <laughs> <laughs>
13: uh, I was just joking but yeah.
0: As long as I do this Then I'm I'm, uh, Yeah I'm exempt right In
13: the clear That's right exactly. yeah you're exempt Yeah <laughs>
0: Yep, that's right. it. Fantastic job! Tell everybody again your Facebook page, please.
13: All right. Well, thank you so much for having me. Thanks for the platform, and I'll try to come whenever I can. Uh, but if you want to find me, you can find me on Facebook. It's Eric Shellman. I have, uh, I still have my face painting from uh, Halloween. <laughs> Probably gonna keep that on there for a while. So, and uh, cool. that's really it that's where you can find me right now I'm still working on my projects I still need to get with you about maybe graphic art but I might be doing that myself but it won't be graphic art though so I'll send you a message I'll send you another one later okay
0: awesome so all right sweetheart i plan on doing
13: my all right cool all right have a good one thanks so much goodbye you too bye
0: thanks bye all right Mr. Eric Our next caller comes from area code 919. 919, you're
15: on the air. Yes. Hello. Good evening, Nyla.
0: Hello, Granville. How are you, sweetheart?
15: Oh, I'm good. I'm good. I'm well. I'm laid back, laying down in my couch. Listening to poetry and performing poetry. That's the well, best part. I am
0: happy to hear from you.
15: And I'm happy to hear from you, too, my dear. Now I'm going to do. I want to be doing this poem, and I'm going to do it. This poem is called The Women commit, how things changes, how certain is that, how irretrievably time matches on tirelessly, effortlessly, with a sure-footedness that passes the mountain goats steadily forward he charges never speeding up never backing up or slowing down how faithful is that what discipline how magnanimous what Hand created this wonder. Time bringeth forth changes, and we are changing. Equality pursued, brotherhood perceived. We are one. We are uh, one and the women now stand our equal and it is so it is so what think you the beast and would think less of her that gave birth to the beast? Let us put such folly behind us and entertain ideas of women leadership. Let us choose the better mind over gender. Encourage rather than discourage. Equally nurturing all, every one of equal value. A woman does this well, better than most men. Time to vote for the women. Time to vote for the women. For not only is it just, but we cannot deny ourselves every opportunity to advance the world power corrupts they say and absolute power corrupts absolutely then let us hope that power corrupts women less than it does men the winds of change blows and it blows gently and steadily, so like a woman. Time to usher in women's leadership and let us see what changes await us into the unknown. Let us put our hopes above our fears, and fully embrace the only two constant in our lives, changes, and women. Thank you. Thank you very much.
0: Beautiful, beautiful, strong piece. That was fantastic, sweetheart.
15: Thank you, thank you. You're very welcome. I'll give you one more, another piece. I appreciate that. Yeah. uh, Let me see what I'm gonna give you. What did I plan to give you? I had no idea. I plan to give you. Oh, you know what? I'm gonna do this one here. This this one I plan to do. This one is called Beyond the Grave. The thought of my death is an insult to me. I am above this. This cannot be my fate. It is beneath me. I would remonstrate the indignity, divinity, does not become this. Rigor mortis and I should never be acquainted. The rigid fool. I am befuddled. It disturbs me that I should have an end. Mortality, I am above it, the grave cannot contain me, it's a sham, a false, a temporary thing, and it shall pass, for we are more than this, we are more than this. Thank you very much. Thank you very much.
0: Love that very strong piece, sweetheart. That was awesome.
15: Thank you, thank you, thank you. You and are I'll very, take...
0: very welcome.
15: Okay, let me give the people my info. My name is Granville John Hedrington. Referred to as Granville. That's what I'm called as a poet, Granville by my first name. And you can find me on Instagram by the same name, Granville John Hedrington, uh, or granvillehedrington.gh. And you can find me on Facebook, Granville John Hedrington. Also Amazon, I have a couple of books, actually three books. uh, And you can find me on iTunes and those other... uh, Mediums, mediums, and stuff. I don't even remember what the name is. And ah uh, yes, follow me, follow me, follow me. Like my stuff. <laughs> and uh, and I I assure you that my stuff will like you back. It's good for you. Otherwise, <laughs> otherwise, I, I I wouldn't have written it. I li- I I live to feed the people.
0: Very cool. All right, sweetheart. Fantastic job tonight.
15: Thank you, my dear.
0: You are very welcome.
15: Yeah, right. good evening
0: you too, honey. And we'll talk to you soon.
15: Okay, dear. Bye-bye.
0: Thanks, honey. Bye-bye.
1: All right. That
0: was Make sure I've got everyone's prompts so far. All right, our next caller comes from area code 984.
2: 984,
0: you're on the air. Hello, Nyla. Hello. How are you tonight? I'm doing awesome.
16: A lot yeah, of background. You live through Halloween? You lived through Halloween? What would you go as? Like, what would you dress up as? Probably I didn't know
2: no,
0: actually, no, I know no, that's the truth. It is. I have this sweatshirt that has the hood. On the, it's a black sweatshirt. In front of it says, I'm a cat. And when you put the hoodie on, it's got kitty ears on top of the hoodie. It's not right on Halloween. But I was here. We did a show on Halloween night. So I didn't get dressed up and go out. I just hung out with you guys on Halloween this year.
16: Ah. That's right. You did have a show on Halloween, didn't you? I
2: did. Yeah.
16: Just so you know, I haven't forgotten you. I might be a drifter, but when it comes to you, I never let my heart drift that far away. That's when, as close as it could be to you, was. We were once inseparable. Stayed up late until you said, I got to go work in an hour. It was hard letting you go back then. It was hard as hell. when the distance came. That was all on me. A few words that you said, if I ever whispered them in your ear, it's over. I I did. I knew it was, the straw broke the camel's back, the moment I spoke in. As I hung up, I watched it fall. I blame it all on emotions. <clears throat> but just so you know, I've never forgotten you. You're still my dreams, even if it never comes true. I've got a money, among still friends, so jaw drops, production
0: That was amazing. Are you going to read uh, two of them for us tonight?
16: We're going to what now?
0: Are you going to read two of us? Two of them
16: tonight? Uh, uh, I think I'm going with this one. i got to kind of roll. It's getting, the kid the weather is getting kind of i <laughs> right, right. so. Then do me a favor, Tell her how
0: they can find you. you
16: know what? I, I, I'll take that back. I will read one. Okay. okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Towards the lot, a lot lost. She had me coming up when she was going down. Another analysis. She was there in skin, in favor collateral. Stop, localized, stripped the class, buried naked, wished for one more. Never cried like the city on fire. Never give up. one-eyed jack. Made you pretty. I had you at the tip of the sturdy finger. I'm a cannibal, promised a lot of promises. A puff of smoke, a one-eyed jack, went down in disguise, so dancing. In a world of fire and brimstone, we are worthy of love at any given moment I look unto the parables of the future, strip my heart, devour me. I am Jesus Christ, a one eyed Jack. I'll eat you up, I'll consume my flesh if you come with me and join me in communion. Just call, eat me up, when of fun still. Phil. Thanks.
0: You're very welcome. Thank you, Glenn. Great job <laughs> think- tonight, sweetheart.
16: Yeah, you got some SL poets on here tonight.
0: You're you're kinda of cutting out. I didn't hear that last part.
16: I said you have some excellent poets, so I'm gonna let you go, okay?
0: All right, Glenn. Fantastic job, honey. We'll talk to you next week. All right, bye, bye. Bye bye, sweetheart. Alright. So we are having some issues. I saw about twelve calls dropped. If you guys were trying to call in, and if you're if you're called in trying to call in, if you're trying to call in and started, it's busy, keep trying. All right, and we'll see, get you on. If you uh, were on hold and your call just dropped, keep trying to call back in. I do have your numbers all written down in order. Okay. So if you call back in, you will not lose your place in line. I do still have, looks like I still have George and Mama um, and Amelia online. I still have 757. Um, so it looks like, uh, looks like I've only got the five lines coming in. Normally we have 200 lines coming in right now. We've only got five lines coming into the studio. So yeah, if you're trying to call in and you're getting the fast busy, keep trying. Um, And we'll just keep going and see what we're going to do here. I'm going to go ahead since it is the first of the month, the first show of the month. um, And as our deal goes, I am supposed to play a piece of mine uh, or read a piece of mine at the beginning of every episode or every week every, every month. God, I'm so flustered when I try to do this. Anyway, so I'm supposed to play a piece of mine the first week or read a piece of mine first show of every month. There, I said it correctly that time. So the first show of every month, um, per per my my contract now, I guess if that's what you want to call it. Anyway, so I'm going to play one that's kind of borderline. It's a little bit weird, but it's the only one that I haven't played in a while, or um, it's one that I haven't played in a while. So it's called Evermore. It's one of the very first. Probably it's in probably the very. Maybe the first five pieces I ever did is spoken word so the recording isn't that great it was probably written maybe 10 years ago probably recorded 10 years ago at least at least um, actually maybe at least 10 years maybe before I started the show I'm not sure so it could be as old as 13-14 years anyway it's called Evermore and so per contract here you go <laughs>
1: evermore you are the secret my secrets dare not speak you are the passion my passion dares not seek mine is the voice Of the voice that will never reveal. Minus the truth. Of the true heart's unbroken seal. In the silent and quiet night. I wait till you're asleep. I stand at your bed. Till your breathing turns deep. My eyes lick across to you. Every night, they know your taste. And this is when you are mine. Mine. And there is no need for haste. Quietly, I undress. And slip between the sheets. I love you. I fuck you. In this place where mind and matter meet, selfishly I help myself to you, while you rape my soul. For this is all there can be, I am the only ever know. You are the secret. My secrets dare not speak. You are the passion. My passion dares not seek. You are the whispers. My whispers dare not breathe. You are all my skeletons for which there are no keys. When the sun comes knocking, at the too soon dawning door I slip back into the quiet alone back into the secret that haunts me ever
17: Just know
12: Some of that old time Billie Holiday, and just listen to that lady as she sings the blues. Like a sweet lullaby that soothes. I'm talking about my mental and your mental. We good getting into the mood of being gentle and infringe punch your right. To indulge and to digest in your sweet smelling spirit. Lord knows that I long be near it. With that in mind, can I can I take my other hand and
2: stretch it to
12: your, love it your leg and thigh as I begin to explore a new land and take the liberty once again to indulge in you. That's yes, sweet, smelly, spirit Be down and baby That's just my heart And there's absolutely no need for you to fear it You see tonight, I have no plan Hear me out baby, I have no plan Troubled if I could just be your body protector. I'm talking about just being your bodyguard, girl For one night And just, just simply hold you Can I lay down right beside you And just hold you Can I close my eyes And go to sleep right there next to you With you wrapped in my loving arms Ribbon wrapped around the gift as I go ahead and hold you, baby, deep off into the night. You see, I'm ever so curious to see that if I can make you feel love, I'm both having to break a sweat and just make love. And it's not that I'm tired of having sex or anything pertaining to that madness. Why, baby, that's just so far from the truth. It's the hell.
7: loved you and France with a love like mine. African queen far from home. You're our own. When you sang for women and such, you're more than too much. And when you say my skin is black, I was taken Say, you ain't got no. I knew what you meant. Mr. Moan, my life, my life was touched when you bellowed out, My name is Pete, my name is Pete, yes. When you were so far ahead of your time that even when you died, died, the rest, the rest, rest were still behind. behind. Mr. Moan, Mr. Moan, Mr. Moan. You're our own You touch
2: my soul
7: Your music's never old When you tickle those keys You touch something in me With a bubble so bold I just had to ask Why? How did the world miss you? But oh no, not I I hung on to Your every word To every word you sung Even to this day You can make me cry But not for you But not for you but everyone, But everyone That missed you Oh Miss Simone You were a delicious treat Oh how I still love you Miss Simone Mr. Mo, you're our own. I felt your pain from the depths of Georgia to New York City. Oh, what a pity that they missed you. How you were treated was sickening. America's loss was Europe's gain. Being more open-minded, As your songs reminded They caused you to drift away from home The home of the slaves How you were treated was a pity From Georgia to New York City Since you've been gone Things have not been the same Now they remember your name And now they remember Miss Simone, Miss Simone,
12: you are.
0: That was Mama Oladeji with code Tamina Samala. All right. So we are still having some issues with the phone lines. Um, we've got area code 863 and 815. 815, you are not in the lineup. 815, if you want to come on there, please press 1 so I know it's okay to unmute you. That's 851. Same thing for 757, 757, or 815 area codes. If you guys wanna come on the air, please press one. That way I know it's okay to unmute you. I still have Amelia and Dennis online. We'll grab them here if we need to. So Amelia and Dennis, please have something ready to go. And then again, 757 or area code 815. You are not in the lineup. If you wanna come on, press one. Otherwise hang out, listen, glad you're here. Change your mind. You can press one at any time. If you're trying to call in and you're getting a fast busy signal, or if your call was dropped, try calling right back in. Uh, Keep poking with a stick. I'll let you in eventually. I do have all the callers that were dropped. I do have you. I I write them down on a piece of paper and um, pen. So if you call back in, you will not lose your place in line, and you will not have to uh, go through the whole lineup again. All right. So area code eight three six. You are on the air. Um,
18: uh, hello, um, Nyla.
0: Hello, it's, my it's, love. It's, okay, how are
18: how you all doing?
0: I'm doing absolutely mm-hmm. wonderful. How are you, sweetheart? Okay,
18: I'm doing okay.
0: Mm-hmm. It is so good to hear from you. So what's going on?
18: Yes. Um, well, I started the Poetry Club, and I just started that last week. And every Saturday I'll have a Facebook Live on there, and, 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 and um, on the Poetry Club, and anybody who joins, everybody's welcome to it, and and, and if you join, you'll be um, entered in the drawing, and I'll I'll either have it once a month or every other month, and this Saturday will be the drawing, and then um, whoever whoever wins the drawing will um, get a book of mine, one of my books. Oh, that's awesome.
0: How fun that you're doing that. Huh? I
18: started that last week.
0: Make sure you post all of that on my page and let everybody know kind of that's like my oh I get a did. bullet for. It. We'll do it again I and did. again and again <laughs>
18: okay I sure will <laughs> okay. okay, 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 and you said to have a portrait prompt? prompt mhm okay i I have one um touching you felt like then then you fill it in.
10: Have that sounds all right? Uh, awesome, yes.
18: Okay, thank you. Okay. And, um, and I still um, got two books I'm working on, too, and I had to get back into it, too. And and, and I, I would like to get it out by December. I don't know, but one of them I know I will. I'm not sure about the second one. I mean, get it out before Christmas, I mean
0: mine
18: won't be out by then. I need to get on the okay. ball, don't I? <laughs> okay. And and then um the the poem I picked for Gary is um now and forever our love. Perfect. Okay. Okay. I'll never be lonely as long as I can kiss her goodnight. I'll never be lonely as long as she kisses me good morning. The days of our lives are full of fun, love, and laughter. We talk and play and tease and love each other from morning to night. Most days we work and help each other. We seldom ever fight. If we do, we give our love for each other to make it right. Yes, she has her opinions and I have mine. The one thing that never changes. I have her love and she has mine. The end.
0: That was beautiful, Maureen.
18: Okay, thank you. I just love his poetry, all of them. I do too. I wish he he was still here. I mean, I know he's here with me. I know he's right here in his spirit, but I'm talking about I wish he was here physically.
0: I understand completely.
18: Yes. Mm -hmm.
0: Okay. Sounds like he's doing a good job taking care of you, though, because you sound really good right now.
18: Yes, 'cause because cause me um you know um um him, I know in him he's right there 'cause I feel him a lot all the time, and that's mm-hmm. helping me out a lot. If it yeah. wasn't for that, that would have been really hard to get through it, but I know he's here,
2: mhm, beautiful, and which of yours
0: did you
18: bring tonight, my love okay um I'm not sure if I read it or not, but this is one of your poetry prompts behind the moonlight. And this oh, okay. was one from, from the poet's line. Okay. This is called Behind the Moonlight. Behind the Moonlight, I saw a shadow, a spirit, not eerie to me, yet it was romantic. Then it dawned on me it was your shadow, your spirit. I was so ecstatic, for I knew you came to be with me forever and more. We will be reunited once again. Behind the moonlight, the end. Ah, that was beautiful. Let me guess Thank who you, you wrote that for. <laughs> I'm Gary, my teddy bear darling.
0: Teddy bear darling, <laughs> <dumpling>. yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah. Uh, you know, every time I I see or hear a violin, anything to do with a violin, I think of him. And it's really weird that that, that I've attached to him him to that that physical thing you know, mm-hmm. but he was just, when I told him that I had a violin, I didn't know how to play, but I was going to learn. He was just, he was so excited about that, you know? So yes, yeah, yes. every time I see the violin, he's, I can, I can hear him. I can hear him right there <laughs> telling me, pick it up, play it. And
2: then I go, <laughs> and, like,
0: and, then he, and then I hear him say, put it down. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: Oh, we love Gary so
0: much, and we love you, Noreen I'm so glad
18: thank that you came tonight shared. Okay, thank. You. I'm glad I come too. <laughs> okay. All right. So
0: tell us what's going on with your books and how we can find stuff by you and Gary and all that good. All okay. that
2: good. stuff
18: Yes. <laughs> okay. You find, can find Gary and I our books on um at Amazon.com, and they're the Aura of Truth, um the in the um in, the um, the Aura of Truth, uh, um, <clears throat> the Aura of Truth, reflection of our inner beings, and two hearts in one. All three of them are on the, um, Amazon.com, and then you can find our website on um, com. Front slash poetry, and then you um you can find Gary and I on our uh, on our on our um poetry club group, the poetry club, and you can and then um Gary's in is on um the Facebook, I mean Facebook dot com, you can find him on Reverbnation dot com, you can find him on WikiNut dot com, you can find him on um um the and you and he's also google and google <laughs> You
8: did <And> then, it. <laughs> then,
18: well, I did it. <laughs> and and then you can find me on um facebook.com um reverbnation.com um wikinut.com and I'm also google
0: and google
2: <laughs> yes,
0: ma'am, you are. All right, Noreen. Thank you so much. We love you so much, and I am so glad okay. you came and shared
18: some of those, honey. Again, thank I'm you. i Thank you, and we love you all too. And and thank you for having us on here. It's awesome. And and I want to thank for all the sponsors, for um the host for um sponsoring the show, so we poets have a venue to read our poetry. And um thank you um Nyla. And thank you. Um, I want to thank the host, um, Nyla Alicia, and um, uh, Michael Quigg, uh, Christopher Ryan, for um, um, hosting the show. So we both have a venue for our poetry. Thank you all. You're very welcome, sweetheart. We love to have you. Thank you, you and Gary,
0: for
18: being one of the sponsors this year. Yes. Okay. And and we love you all, too. And, And thank you very much.
0: You're welcome, honey. Okay. We'll talk to you soon, sweetheart.
18: Okay. Talk to you soon.
0: Okay. All right. Bye-bye. Okay. Okay. So I want to let area code, again, let area code 757 and area code 815 know that you are not in the lineup. So 815-757. If you guys want to come on, please press 1. If you change your mind any time, press 1. Hang out and enjoy the show. Glad you're here. I'm going to go ahead and bring Dennis back on with us. Dennis, are you
2: there? Uh, <laughs> hey. Here I am. You hear me? So <laughs>
0: I, I can and I'm sitting there and I'm talking to you and I'm looking at your area code and I'm thinking, This is not George. No. And and I thought he, I he, he, know, lives, he lives nearby
6: knows. but he is <laughs> nearby but he has a different area code. Because yeah. he moved from up, he north, up north, more northern Michigan. <laughs>
0: and I said, when he hung up, I know that I said that was George. It's not George.
6: Not a problem.
0: Yeah.
6: <laughs> I like George very much. He's he's a good <laughs> friend of mine.
0: <laughs> well, I got you guys confused. Sorry about that. I do know who you are. I think it was in Michigan. I think we were talking about Michigan at the end. I don't think that's All what brought right. me. I don't know. Hi, Dennis. I'm glad you're here.
6: (laughs) Thank you. I'm glad to be back. The poem I'm going to share with you, the title is My Wishes, If You Please. If Aladdin's lamps were to fall into my rightful possession, what would my three wishes be? I surely need you's discretion. My wishes should not be used for my vain selfish intentions, but rather for others a blessing be, perhaps some healthy interventions. A wish that there'd be no homeless child, that loving homes would be their place where they're secure, warm and fed, And have smiles of joy upon their face. A wish, the lonely, will all have a friend to take their neglect and blues away, comfort them, and see their own worth reflected in a friend's eyes, I pray. My third wish. Would be for the lamp That it only be used as it should Fall into hands of compassionate souls To bless this world For greater good End of poem
0: <laughs> You know it's funny as I just was watching a program on Netflix the other day Where this girl got three wishes And just it showed all the chaos that happened every time she made one and how careful she had to be in the wording of her wishes. And I'm sitting there thinking, you know, gosh, what would I wish for? And I thought I'm not even gonna go down that slippery slope. It <laughs> would find a, find <laughs> uh, some way to bite me in the butt every time.
6: Yes. It would be great read uh, Pardon? It's great read. Oh, all right. Thank you very much. Uh it, it would be uh, Uh, awesome to get three wishes like that but with such wishes there is responsibility and any any blessing used wrong can become a curse so uh, it's very very important uh, that we have the right attitude and that we look out not just for ourselves but especially for others
0: (laughs) do you want to read another one
6: uh, well, I don't have another one in front of me, but I could grab one real quick, I think. Why don't you do that? If you like one. that. Okay. I am I'm, I'm digging. I'm digging quick. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, I i don't know if I read this on your show or not, but uh, it, it's okay for those that didn't hear it. The title is Money Man Moves On. It appears that Eddie Money has cashed in all his chips too early, if you ask me. I would have said to him, baby, hold on. Maybe I'm a fool to think that I knew what was good for him. I know I can't walk on water, and I'd be shaken and sinking. I know he was looking for peace in our time. I want uh, to go back To the simpler days also I can see by the love in your eyes you were a Eddie Money fan so take me home tonight I think I'm in love with Eddie's music too funny thing Eddie had two tickets to paradise but he only needed one rest in peace Eddie Money the poem
0: no I wrote an entire poem one time without altering anything without adding any new words just every single line in the poem was the title of a Rod Stewart song
12: wow in fact I I wrote three (laughs) different
0: poems three different poems that were all nothing but titles to songs that Rod Stewart sang
6: that takes takes some time and some talent to, to put things together like that have a Make Sense. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, one of, them I really, I, one of them I really liked. I can't remember what it was. I'll see if I can try to find it. I might have lost it on my own computer. If I can find it, I'll send it over to you just so you can read it, but it's a lot of fun, and he's a good one to pick because he's sang a lot of songs. He's done a lot.
6: You have a lot of song titles to work with so that would make it a lot easier, and I really did uh, enjoy your uh, soundtrack of your reading I don't care if it was 10 years or older It, it was very good And thank you for sharing that with us You're
0: welcome oh, That was such a horrible recording But you know what, it was fun And I didn't care And I could re-record it now And and make it sound all pretty and perfect With all the things I've learned Over the last 10 years or so you know. But I don't do that because You know, that's That was in That's the way it's supposed to be
6: and it was fine the way it was, and and you've moved on to other stuff, and it's that's the way it should be.
0: <laughs> Actually, so I try to make it sound like it's profound that I'm leaving it in it's an original state, but I'm just too lazy to do it. So to be honest, truth.
6: <laughs> <laughs> no, I doubt that. But, uh, I, I don't have, it, it, I don't have I, to be. We fun. enjoyed we, it. We,
0: I can be messy. I can be. I like making messy. So thank you. I appreciate that so much, sweetheart.
6: All you're, right, my darling. You're like, welcome. So thank I you for letting me read you, more poetry and I appreciate uh, the time and and the platform you provided and it's it's a wonderful thing and uh, uh, if people want to read any of my stuff, uh, they can find it at allpoetry.com and I write under the name of Haiku Bless You
0: (laughs) Perfect All right, Dennis White Great job tonight, love
6: (laughs) Well, thank you Thank you, much appreciated and We'll see you again soon.
0: Very, very good. All right. We will talk in a little bit, I Appreciate you so much. Thank you. Uh, Thank you. Trying to juggle everything right now. I suck at it. I'm going to go ahead and play a track real quick. 815, if you want area code 815. If you want to come on the air, please press 1. Same thing for you, 757. If you want to come on the air, press 1. I still have Amelia on. Uh, Amelia, if you want to grab another poem I'm going to play a track and then I'll jump over to you if you don't have any new colors and see if we can get you on. This piece is by Prince E.A. Spoken words called Life Motivations. Here we go.
14: It is not death most people are afraid of. It is getting to the end of life only to realize that you never truly lived. There was a study done, a hospital study, on 100 elderly people facing death close to their last breath. They were asked to reflect about their life's biggest regret. Nearly all of them said they regretted not the things they did, but the things they didn't do, the risks they never took. The dreams they didn't pursue. I ask you, will your last words be, if only I hit, hey, you, wake up, why do you exist? Life is not meant to simply work, wait for the weekend, and pay rent. No, no, I don't know much, but I know this every person on this earth has a gift. And I apologize to the black community, but I can no longer pretend Martin Luther King. That man never had a dream. That dream had him. See, people don't choose dreams. Dreams choose them. So the question I'm getting to is, do you have the courage to grab the dream that picked you, that befits you and grips you, or will you let it get away and slip through? You know, I learned a fact about airplanes the other day. Now this was this was so surprising, see? I was talking to a pilot, and he told me that many of his passengers think planes are dangerous to fly in, but he said, actually, it is a lot more dangerous for a plane to stay on the ground. I said, what? Like, how does that sound? Well, he said, he said, because on the ground, the plane starts to rust, malfunction and wear much faster than it ever would if it was in the air. As I walked away, I thought, yeah makes total sense because planes were built to live in the skies and every person was built to live out the dream they have inside so it is perhaps the saddest loss to live a life on the ground without ever taking off see most of us are afraid of the thief that comes in the night to steal all of our things but there is a thief in your mind who is after your dreams his name is doubt If you see him call the cops and keep him away from the kids cause he is wanted for murder for he has killed more dreams than failure ever did. He wears many disguises and like a virus will leave you blinded, divided and turn you into a kinda. See kinda is lethal. You know what kinda is, it's a lot of kinda people. You kinda want a career change. You kinda wanna get straight A's. You kinda wanna get in shape. Simple math, no numbers to crunch. If you kinda want something, then you will kinda get the results you want. What is your dream? What ignites that spark? You can't kinda want that. You gotta want it with every part of your whole heart. Will you struggle? Yeah, yeah, you will struggle, no way around it. You will fall many times, but who's counting? Just remember, there's no such thing as a smooth mountain. If you wanna make it to the top then there are sharp ridges that must be stepped over. There will be times you get stressed and things you get depressed over, but let me tell you something, Steven Spielberg was rejected from film school three times, three times, but he kept going. The television execs fired Oprah, said she wasn't fit for TV, but she kept going. Critics told Beyonce that she couldn't sing, she went through depression, but she kept going. Struggle and criticisms are prerequisites for greatness. That is the law of this universe and no one escapes it. Because pain is life, but you can choose what type, either the pain on the road to success or the pain of being haunted with regret. You want my advice? Don't think twice. We have been given a gift that we call life, so don't blow it. You are not defined by your past. Instead, you are born anew in each moment, so own it now. Sometimes you got to leap and grow your wings on the way down. You better get the shot off before the clock runs out because ain't no overtime in life, no do-over. And I know I sound like I'm preaching or speaking with force, but if you don't use your gift, then you sell not only yourself, but the whole world short. So what invention do you have buried in your mind? What idea, what cure, what skill do you have inside to bring out to this universe? Uni meaning one, verse meaning song. You have a part to play in this song. So grab that microphone and be brave. Sing your heart out on life stage. You cannot go back and make a brand new beginning, but you can start now and make a brand new ending.
19: I was little. My mother was a bank teller. I called her a fortune teller. She nicknamed me Panji, not Pangea. I was never in one piece. The first time I called someone ugly, my heart had an ice cream headache for three weeks. Tell that to my future. Say the moon doesn't care to be a bully when it's full. I was running for myself on empty. Not much made sense, like the Russians didn't like us because they couldn't afford blue jeans. What I knew is that I wasn't killing spiders because I was scared of them. I was killing them because they were scared of me. You can have a cold war with yourself, even in the summertime. I watched the rocks get slapped by the sea. I knew the sea was made of the same stuff as tears that meant if you were hurting, you could understand the sharks. Maybe carry them between your ears. Maybe hear the word love and start running from the teeth. I was running around with a panic in my chest. The teacher said, silence is golden. I wanted to say silence is bronze at best. But I'd already time capsuled my voice box, hoping someday I'd be either brave or scared enough to dig it out and open it all the way up. That's how I got here in this old rocking chair, typing with my grandma's thimbles on my fingers. Every poem is something being sewn. Every poem is me asking, are we there yet, are we there yet, are we there yet? Years after, they told me I was already home. My love's feet were still not welcome on the welcome mat, but you never seen bridges that could arch like that. So we crossed the river to where the echo took us in. That's how I learned. Bouncing back is about being honest with the canyon. That's how I got the see-through skin this glow-in-the-dark fear This here's my shame on a silver plate. I know it's the one meal all of us share. I know how much time we spend sleeping beneath our beds because somebody told us that's where the monsters should hide. Y'all, everyone is going to pick a side on whether they're good or bad, whether you are kind or cruel. But what if the quickest route to loving ourselves is deciding it's all true, every bit of it? I was not a child the last time I threw a full tantrum fit in the grocery store. I was not poor the last time I stole someone's heart like it was isn't worth my change. I do not need air traffic control to tell me there have not been enough flights for me to lose all of my baggage, but I am learning to claim it at the same carousel where I am learning beating yourself up is never a fair fight. Only knocks the wind out of our chances to come clean to that canyon, to be exactly who we are so we might become exactly who we want to be. So if our baggage is to run, we will one day learn to run like we sing, like someone took apart a cello to build our hamstrings. This is me running straight into your arms to tell you my skyscraper heart might still be afraid of heights. Your dark side might still be searching for its stars, but the acoustics are still amazing and our meteor showers, the light will never be out of your league. You were the first one picked for your own team. Our underdog hearts are winning this game even when we're doing it all wrong, even when we're falling apart. Sometimes it takes a storm for the whole see, to start doing the wave, I know it took a storm for the message in the bottle to finally reach my shore, to teach me how to write my entire life using only the shift key, to mess up, to bounce back, to let myself be, the hinge that keeps opening the door, to look you straight in the eye, to tell you I didn't come here to write my heart out, I came to write it in.
0: Code
5: 757, Are you with me? Yes. Hey Nyla, it's Tamiko Barnett.
0: Hey, baby girl. How are you?
5: Oh, I'm all right. How are you?
0: Absolutely wonderful. It's good to hear from you. Do
5: you want to give us a a, a poetry prompt for tonight? Um, sure. I uh, what about like a sentence starter? Um. To say um I I never knew and then complete that see where it goes
0: awesome perfect well it's good to hear from you honey what did you bring us tonight and why did you bring it and what's been going on with you and all that good stuff
5: <laughs> um I brought a couple of little poems um very short ones. Um, I brought them because they are short.
2: <laughs>
5: um, and I was, you know, just kind of chilling in the background. I wasn't really going to do anything tonight, but I just decided to go ahead and do it. And um, and I brought them because, well... One is about something I'm dealing with all the time, and it's is dealing with um, personal growth and consciousness and things like that and and going through my self-examination, I guess you can call it, Mm self-examination, and um, thinking about different aspects of my life. And then the other one is just, about what, what I'm holding, what I'm carrying, um, but uh, what I've been up to just life, pretty, pretty much, there's not a whole lot going on in my life, so it's just me trying to take care of myself, trying to figure out next step for my life, if there is an actual next step other than what's been going on since 2014, so that's pretty much where I am, and that's it, and so I just want to go ahead and share these.
0: (laughs) Go ahead when you're ready,
5: sweetheart. Okay. Um, The first one is called, These Arms Are Made for Holding." My arms are made for holding things They're here to hug They're here to swing I'm holding flowers No thorns Just fragrance and petals And I'm holding the season I'm holding change in peace
0: that was beautiful.
5: Thank you.
0: really love that one. And the next one?
5: It's called Unconsciousness. Um, the road less traveled was the one that led me to enlightenment and peace. Oh, hell no.
2: <laughs> oh,
5: hell no.
0: You are not getting away with that. You just I'm just going to sit here and yell at you until you dig up at least two more poems. No.
5: Because those are
0: too short. No. Yes.
5: <laughs> no. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. How about one? How
0: about one? Two, how about two more? <laughs> one more?
5: How about one more? I, I I I okay, one more <laughs> And this one way way back.
0: Um <laughs> I love you so much. Cause it's
5: right here in the forefront of my brain. It's one of them ones from way back, but it's I'm I'm a warn you, it's high as well. So um, <laughs> I I may have said it on here, but I'm I'll go ahead and repeat it. Um, the once found but not lost boy. He made the highest grades in class, but when he pulled the trigger, he failed. In peace.
8: Wow.
0: Wow. So I think that there's a new rule that everybody Uh-oh. can read two poems, but <laughs> never gets to read four. No,
2: don't be doing one So if you,
0: no, if you bring if you bring a haiku and just read two haikus, okay. I mean you, you gotta think Well, you, you should bring a couple more. If you're gonna do a haiku, the first at least bring haiku.
5: a haiku. The first oh, poem I know, but it was
0: short, like one. one. <laughs> I'm greedy. I love you so much. I'm greedy. I'm sorry.
5: Um, I appreciate that. Um, That's like giving me a slap
0: on the ass before you walk out of the door to go to work. It's like, no, wait, get back here. You got to hang out at least until the sting's gone, you know?
2: Oh, uh,
5: but I appreciate that though I appreciate it But, um, yeah, but that's, that's,
2: that's what I have For tonight
0: oh, Fantastic job sweetheart I'm such a fan of yours And absolutely love you dearly And I'm really glad that you decided to press one and come on Oh thank you
5: so much I love you too Nala And thank you for
0: letting me share tonight You're welcome And then I also you've gave me the um, I never knew And then fill in the blank I also put a second one down for you a second prompt, uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. because of something you said really stuck out, and it was um, you when you said what I'm holding, what I'm when you said what actually what you said was what I'm holding, what I'm carrying, but I wrote uh-huh. down the prompt what I'm holding because I think that's a real good one too. Uh-huh. So you get a, you get to put in two because yours were short.
5: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I work on it <laughs> some more. I might see what I come up with it might be a part two to that uh, so one of these, you're gonna me. come on
0: and you're gonna read something epic, like soldier, one of Soldier Blues poems that go for oh, ten wow. minutes.
5: Oh wow!
0: And I'm just gonna yeah. be going, oh my, this is awesome. <laughs> I
5: don't know about anything epic. I've actually tinkered around with that form for a minute, just in my thought process, and I was just like, okay, I wonder what what life would be like if I actually took that on. <laughs> 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 I've never just done that, and um, even thought about doing it, like you know, as a book, you know, and see how many, you know, how far I could take it, and what, how, where, where would it go? And it just, I couldn't wrap my mind around going on like that. I was like, okay, I don't know. Oh, I've it. got a,
0: pr- no. I've got a prompt for you, because I know I'll get sure. a poem that's at least thirty lines long. Uh I want you to write an abstract poem and you can call it like November or December, probably, you know, just, or just a 30 day period, whatever. I want you to, as you walk through your day, every single night before you go to bed, I want you to write down a line from that day, something you saw, something you heard, something you felt, something you thought of, but none of your lines are really going to relate to each other. But it's going to be a chronological history of your thoughts every single day for 30 days for like the month. So it would be November. And every you'd have 30 lines. And none of them would really relate. But it would be a map of your December, things that you happened or you did, you know.
5: That should be interesting. Okay.
0: I think so, too. I think, you, I think that's, that's a good one. I'm going to have to write that down. That's a good prompt.
5: Just month put them up.
0: all together like that. Yeah. I do that a lot of times with dream poems. I keep a, a notebook beside my bed and I'll wake up in the middle of the night and I'll think of something. How many have you ever woken up writing poetry in your head? Like in your dream you're writing poetry and you wake up and you grab a thing and you start writing it on the poem you're writing in your dream. I
5: mm-hmm. do that all
0: the time. It's crazy. That
5: happens. Actually, honestly, it's f- so funny. I don't know if it has anything to do with age. Um but I know that 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 happened to me w- w- way back when I was younger. So, you know, just waking up like late teens, early twenties, it's like that. After hitting thirty, that that really doesn't happen anymore. As far as usually, <laughs> I'm in, I'm, I'm valuing inspired, I'm inspired by stuff. <laughs> I'm in, I'm inspired by something that might be in a dream in one of my dream journals. But you mm. know. You know, you know that's that's the beauty of metaphor. It's like the dream gives you metaphor, so you know you mm-hmm. have so much to work with. Like that gives you the symbols and whatnot. But I've only done that once in my life. Woke up like, like in my dream, I'm actually either writing, like writing something, or just saying something, and then woke up and just said, "I need to write that down." That actually sounds good.
0: <laughs> you know, you are you really are so good at. Writing concise poetry in the short poetry forms, and being able to have them be such bullets, you know that's why I think you're really going to do good with this prompt. you know that the, the mm. title is self-explanatory, so if you were to say December and then start reading an, a poem where the the lines were all abstract but no con- connection, it would be obvious very quickly what the poem was about that you were going through this cycle, going through days going through. I think that you could I just think you'd do fantastic at that.
5: I'll work with it. It might be even be surprising. It might be some things that might actually do Intertwine with each other. Mhm. Throughout the month, more than I realize, you know. So that sounds really good. So and if nope, I, I might get even get that in December, oh, I was, if I don't get it done in December, it'll be January. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one
0: too. Or you know, what if you made that? You you know, we all should have poetic goals for ourselves. You know, what if your poetic goal for 2020 was that every day you wrote one line of poetry, one abstract line of poetry about something you saw? You would have 365 of those by the end of the year. Mm. And so you'd have a poem for every single day of the month.
2: Mm. All right.
0: And how many new poems, if you were to do that every single day, how many poems would be inspired of and be birthed from those ideas. Full blown poems.
2: Oh, That's a it. good one.
0: That's a really good one. I think we stumbled onto something here.
5: I think so too. You need to put that on the website, on uh, Facebook.
0: Well, you should write one and then we'll do a workshop and present it as a workshop assignment.
5: You should just, just go ahead and do it. Just, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Give me an inch,
0: I'll take a mile. You know that. <laughs> I've been
5: working on this all year. Okay, here we go.
0: All right, sweetheart. Tell everyone how to find you, honey.
5: Um, Tamiko Barnett. T A M E K O Barnett. B A R N E T um, T E. Two dot com. T I M B O O K T U dot com. Uh, poetry suit. Dot com forward slash me forward slash T-A-M-E-K-O the number one and the number three and I say it like it because it's not 13 I'm not trying to jinx nobody it's one three
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> awesome alright sweetheart we will talk to you next week thank you so much for uh, pressing that one and coming on with me tonight
5: oh no problem thank you so much
0: now we'll talk to you soon sweetheart you yeah, have me too, all right, so we have area code eight three two on the line with me. They were able to make it in eight three two you do not have your hand up, so if you want to come on and read with me before the end of the show, please press one um eight three two press one and we'll be able to bring you on and you can read and share there you go all righty eight three two are you with me?
8: Mhm.
0: Hey, sweetheart. How
2: are you? Hi, honey. Oh, I'm
8: doing good. Hi. <laughs> I I had a, a doubt if it was me or there was a two other or one other eight, eight, three two, so I didn't know <laughs> which one you're talking about. So, So, <clears throat> funny thing today, I I did indeed write a poem, but it's not in English, so I don't know if I can read it or.
0: You can read it. it go. No, you can read it if you want to.
8: Okay. Um,
0: not, I won't be able to comment mm-hmm. on it, but I will tell
8: you how beautiful it is. Okay, definitely. <laughs> that helps. <laughs> okay, let me, let me just, first of all, yeah, here it I really thought I should read this. That's the reason why I'm reading it again. <clears throat> Must you know? ओक अनुनय साहित्य सौरभानी अंदिस्थानो एक रोज नीतिलो धातु वय प्रतिफलस्थानो कांतिनी की Wen-wen praharanal, prakaranal, pradit sito, nilo రాసలను వెలికితీస్తాను rasleno, మరిచిపయనిలే akshara krutlo. Marci poyanile papa ani ora de li nidristunna wa, ani dreno dhadhan jaisi nika ni lori ni baru dapatnya caitan ni చసతను beli kat esensi, వ agak nangla, bisteri చేస్తాను ఎవరి రానా భాషినను Ia baru rana bahasnu, bidhan sanjaya istana ni widrawi guru sundi, wasileka bahasa raka, amma bantu kamma वाणियों का अंदर में योना पैरन भावित हो, नोटेशन लक अंदर निभावने लक कोटन यो कटन यो कोट लक होल दी, जेने लो आपारेंगा आनंदिंची आनंदिंची ना भाषा बांडा नी, ये अड़ रहा चली चीमल पदकोश तागों का तिलमान सीने से प्रोग्रस्कर ज़िंदा तिलिस्मा, देवकों दुल्तुंडे, भाषा भी जान न पटना, अप्राच्य पास्या की करन परिभ्रम దాగుడు మూతలుగాడిచిన బాల్యపు గుర్తులకై చుపూ కన్నమరుగు కాకమునే మరొకసారి వీక్షింతు నీ ఎవరో కాస్త నీ ఎవరో కావు నవచైతన్యానివని అవని నిలిపింది ఆమనిలో అందుకొమని ఈ ఆమ్రఫలాల్ ఆమలదకంపల తొలిచి భాషా ప్రణాళికలు అధికార భాషా ప్రణాళికలు అడ్డుపడవో అమ్మ ఒడిలో తెలుగుబడిలో మాటల ఊటల ఊరడిలి నీలో
0: that was so melodic. Just listening to you read it. You no, know, I I don't speak the language, and I don't so I don't understand what you were saying. But it was beautiful to hear. Nonetheless, even though I didn't.
8: Well, I don't know if I should be writing that or not, but nevertheless, I had wrote it because. Um, The language that I just wrote is called Telugu, and uh, it's a very age-old language, more than thousands of years old, perhaps.
2: Mm -hmm.
8: However, um, because the schools are not teaching this language, even as a first language, and students are not having access to learn, and parents don't care to teach them in that language, I don't blame them. I did not. I could not teach my children, even though I tried to. Um, all that they know is how to write A as in "amma," which is "mom." So that's the very one letter they they can recognize if they see. But right. and they can very much recognize if it is if they see that 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 alphabet may be Telugu. That's how much knowledge I I was able to communicate to them. Yeah, I think when it's I really
0: important
8: go ahead I'm sorry yeah and and uh and now back there in my um uh, country back there it's like nobody wants to teach anything and whatever they have been taught before that's the fundamental knowledge that they have and they don't have any access to that now
0: Yeah, I was talking to soldier blue um one time when he, because he likes to insert his native language into his poetry. And we are talking about how um, with native American tribes here from the United States, how many are, how many arcanic languages there are now our lost languages, you know, languages that no one speaks anymore. You know, how many, lang- how many pieces of literature do we have from history that nobody can read or, or translate anymore because we,
2: yeah, like, we nobody speaks that we language read. Yeah, you know,
0: it's it's. I think that it's really, really important. You know, if you know, if that that somehow these languages don't get lost. You know that somehow these children understand. There's got to be a, some way. You know, not all of them, but there's got to be some out there that's it's important to to make sure that these things are remembered that are, you know, we're going to all in in a million years from now, we're all going to be a big melting pot of everything anyway. You know, there's no way for that not to happen. Mm -hmm. And, but I think what is amazing and unique about where we all come from really, really needs to be preserved, you know, because what a treasure that is, you know, a thousand years from now, someone's going to come across this in the archives on this really weird old thing you used to call the Internet, and they're going to hear you read that poem. How sad it would be mm-hmm. if nobody would be able to know the word, what the words meant. You know?
8: I understand. So,
2: absolutely beautiful. I- I want to, uh,
8: if I have time, I would like to at least put, few uh the beginning words in um you know in English and if, let you've, you got know that, what it if you've
0: got that you've got that in English you can read the whole thing in English for us. That's fine.
8: Yeah, I haven't yet got it but I can easily let you know what it means. Uh let okay. me see an atom in the soil and um, when then I'm with I think I would I would rather write it down in English and let you know about it. The meaning of it is that I want it to be a part of the sand so that I can, when the, you know, when the weather permits, when I get wet, I can produce perfume, and that perfume is literary perfume, Sahitya Saurabham they call in my language, so that I will, as uh, I would like to give it out one day, and then I would like to um, shine like the ray of the sun. I think I I better write it down and come back again Naila I, it's not easy for me to talk about it in Telugu from Telugu to English but definitely I can write it the way I can <laughs> Okay I think I should have I should come back again next week and read it out if you have know, time that is then It just means to say that I am really uh, I have so much of interest in Uh, transmitting what I have learned as a language, as the perfume of language has to come to you. But then if we leave it away, and if we think that the language is going to die, um, there are two or three reasons why languages are dying in India, because most of the states, they have been divided based on the languages. So the moment you kill the language, there is no state, there is no reason they should have a state.
1: Right. Yeah. So
8: you know, I think, it may
0: be kind of hard it. in this day and age for a language to get lost. I mean, we've got good ways to record stuff now where we didn't before. So I think a language getting totally lost would be kind of hard, but I still, you know, it, it, it's sad to think that a scholar is the only one that might understand something, you know, 100 years from now, because we don't find it important to retain our roots, I guess is my way of looking at it. You know, I think it's important True, for because, our kids to uh, remember
8: any language for that matter any language, be it uh, uh Spanish or French or English or uh, mm. any other language uh, unless they speak and communicate it is not going to live further uh, if you make it as a coded language, let us see like how uh, not star Wars some other language that uh, you know has been coming up um, over the media, which um, they have designed the language. I don't recall which one it is, but those um, beings in those films, they can talk their own language. So Uh if you create a code for each of them, say um, you call a saint a bird, and you call someone else as uh, something else, so you apply those notations and create a poem, and you expect me to understand that you are talking when you are just saying simple words I should understand that this is what you mean and yeah. where is what going there uh, are the words so difficult that you can't pronounce them and uh, you have to put a connotation for each of the word to uh, remind you of a different word I am not so sure yeah so this is what is also happening with my language so some people who think they have been educated and uh, they're too lazy to open a book and read the language even though they can and they have Mm -hmm. the skill to write they would not write it they would rather just let it be and we are happy these days with three words they call it a poem they say oh the rain and then uh, thunders and it's like a flood rain thunder flooding that's the poem uh, they call these kinds of things and they are coming up they, I tried that technique also and it is like first letter is the uh, first first word is about um, uh, two letters and the th- second one three and the fourth one is with four letters or third one is with four letters and that makes it a poem they call it Tripada which means uh, three word poem
0: that is awesome that's incredible.
8: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, of course. We should appreciate that. There are two ways of looking at it. I can appreciate it that, you know, it's like when somebody is unable to talk, they still want to communicate something, especially if they have Alzheimer's or some kind of thing, and they try to express themselves. Putting these words, three words, as a poetic form, It takes. it's not an easy effort at all. And uh, when some people are not very, very, many people that I know who write poems, are, some of them have, you know, either they're depressed or they don't want to come into the world too often. But such people also with this kind of three-letter poem, they create so many miracles, like hundreds of such poems they write. So I think even uh, health-wise it is a good effort. People no matter what, they're using words. And they started applying the technique into English and other Indian languages also. That's an interesting interesting thing that I found.
0: That is this has been really this has been a really good
8: conversation.
0: This has been awesome
8: huh. <laughs> I don't know Naila, I just call call to you know, um, to begin with, when I was, uh, hey, I, I started writing for the Nanori more this time. And uh, like last time, I wrote about 2,000 words or a little more than that. And this time, I may be able to cross 2,000 today. If I sit up, it is like 1923 or something so far. So I don't know. I'm just writing for the sake of writing. I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to express the story in a Sequential manner, if they are going to add up into a story or not. Just the fact that I'm writing itself is making me feel happy for
0: that. I I just, i had something to say and just my kitten climbed up my leg and put her little claws, he put his little claws in my leg and I was just, I had to bite my tongue so I didn't yell out (laughs) and I totally forgot what I was going to say. Oh, I'm horrible. (laughs) My evil little kitten attacked me. <laughs> Uma, you little shit, get away from me. Oh, hes I swear he is
8: the devil. He is the devil.
0: Okay, so Uma, do me a favor, sweetheart, and tell everybody how to find you.
8: Yes, my name is Uma Pochampali Koparaju, And I have a Facebook page, which I don't usually update, but it is there if you look up. Um, poetry by Uma Pochampali. Uh, um I also seem to be having another blog page uh, which is called um my poetry by Uma Pochampali I think. However there are two or three books which have been self published and one of them is called um it's um, it has come out from that uh, and one of them is from Create Space from Amazon. It is a few poems from my heart by Uma Pochampali Goparaju, And the other one is called um, Sunset Sail on a Moonlit Night. It's a poetry book also, Blah Public Publications, and uh, has been edited by um, the editor from Blah Publications, our good friend. Um, Brian Dixon, and I also have a Telugu poetry book. It's called Varshin Chave Meghama. Me Varshin Chave Meghama. It's the Vanguri Foundation of America uh, publication. And that's about it for now. Very cool. All right,
0: sweetheart. And, and anybody who tonight. wants
8: to hear me, Naila can reach me anytime. So Uma care of Naila
5: Thank you, sweetheart. Love you
8: dearly.
0: Thank you for closing out the show with me. I appreciate you so much, honey.
8: And uh, Nyla is my future and present and whatever it is, Aging for me, anytime. <laughs> oh, I love you. Thank you, sweetheart. Un- unconditionally. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk to you next week, honey. Thank you, Naila. Thank you all. Thank you, Mike. Thank you, Noreen. You all have a great weekend and great day and everything. You too, baby. We'll talk to you next week The now. world is already day. day. Yeah. Thank you, babe. Thank
0: all right, you, babe. everybody. You have been listening to the Speakeasy Cafe Open Mic Poetry Show, The Sound of Ink. I want to thank everyone for being here and making it such a special evening. I'm going to close out the show with Constantine with a piece called The Fall. I love this. Here we go. We'll talk to you guys next week. Good night, everybody.